What up, Pete? What's up, Aaron? <laughs> Let's go. How are you? Awesome. Your energy is amazing. It's <laughs> I just got to let this song just play out just a couple yeah. more minutes because I'm just pumped right now. Let's go. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Man, I'm just pumped right now, Kate. I'm so excited. How are you? Doing really well. I'm excited for this, too. Thank you so much for being a part of this. This has been a long journey, a long journey to get to this point. I'm just so thrilled, happy, stoked, grateful, all the feels. Uh, it's awesome. We're, we're all so proud of you. You can tell like you've worked hard and it's just exciting. It's so awesome to do something like this, right? To share your wisdom and your truth. And it's beautiful. And your book's amazing. Absolutely loved it. Thank lot, you. I have a lot of good questions for you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, I really appreciate it. Let, let's just kind of start with like how, every, how everyone can go grab the book right now. I mean, the Amazon link is live. I put it in my, my bio. Um, everyone, I would appreciate you going to check out that, that link. It's right there. It's, uh, it's, it's taken me five years. And I'm going to get into that more and more. And like, I'm going to talk about the journey on this little live here. And we got a bunch of guests coming in. But go check out that, that link for me. And if you can... Um, do a five-star review. That'd be very helpful. Nice. You know? And I wanted to say this, too. I just made these shirts that kind of go with the book. They, they came out pretty good. I got the runner on this side. Yeah. And you can get these at theinspiredathlete.com. So, um, yeah, I'm going to be making more merch, but I just wanted to throw that out there. It's awesome. It looks cool, Aaron. I like it. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> nice. I, I wanted to make it a little higher for the live, but there we go. <laughs> And do you have uh, cuts for women like V neck? Yeah, these are yeah these are unisex, and then I'll be adding more and more uh, more and more gear as I as I go. That's so, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Here we are, Kate. Here we you know, are. We've been we've been through a long journey too. You know, meeting through David Meltzer and Craig Siegel. He's going to join us in a minute, but you know, and and you got talk about your stuff for a second. I know this is the all all about the inspired athlete, but just mention what you got going on. Yeah, so Aaron and I do a lot of similar things. We're all about law of attraction, power of the mind, uniting humanity, and just helping humans to just feel really hopeful and happy and alive. And so my company is Dream Bold Network. Um, I wrote a few books. I make films about what I do, teach Qigong, and I'm really trying to just mainstream ancient healing practices and really teach people that we're superhumans, that we can do anything. And I'm just excited about our future. And I believe that we truly can manifest peace in our world. So that's my next film that's coming out is Manifest Peace. And everything's just very aligned with what Aaron does. That's why we were just in the same network and we love the same things and just an honor to be here, Aaron. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And for everyone listening, go follow Kate uh, at Dream Bold Network. You know, she's like my personal Qigong teacher. And, um, uh, you know, that, that practice of Qigong, just creating energy, just harnessing energy, that goes right in line with the whole stay inspired idea and the inspired athlete. And, um, you know, I, I just, I really love what you're doing with, with everything, but specifically that practice of Qigong. And um, yeah, so I appreciate, you know, how you share, not, not just that you know about that stuff and, and you know the practice of it, but how you share it. It's great. Thanks, Aaron. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let me kind of jump in a couple things here. And then and for everyone listening, uh, and Kate, you, you just stop me whenever you want and just kind of keep me on track. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and I've actually never done three people in a live before. So hopefully when Craig jumps on in about five minutes or so, we'll be able to all be on the same thing. But we're going to see what happens, right? <laughs> um, cool. So 
I'm just going to say some stuff. So the inspired athlete, I got a bunch of notes here. Um, man, it's taken me five years. It's taken me five years to make this little under a hundred page guidebook. And, um, you know, I, I, man, it's been such a journey of like self growth, self transformation, healing, uh, connection, um, you know, creating relationships and just a lot of like, like kind of, um, quiet time, right? I've taken a lot of quiet time to really get this message. And, and what happened for me is that this message came through like in the middle of the night, one night, about five years ago. And it was a message of, Hey, remember that pyramid you made? Go write a book about that. You know? And, and here it is right here. This is, this is the pyramid and it, it, it's, um, it's the pyramid of inspired living. Right. And so I made this pyramid. Um, I kind of sketched it out on a piece of paper one time because to me, it's all about, that's the, that's the direction that I'd like to go in. And that's the, the message that I'd like to share. Whatever you're doing, whether you're an athlete, uh, entrepreneur, artist, whatever it is, you should be going for that feeling of staying inspired. So uh, I went on this journey to write a book about that pyramid and every chapter in the book relates back to a block in the pyramid. And so that's what the book is. And so I wanted to just quickly explain what the inspired athlete means, because the word athlete, it's almost a little intimidating for someone who doesn't resonate with or doesn't um, maybe um, identify with that word to, for like, I'm not an athlete. Well, I would, I would challenge that. And I'd say all of us are inspired athletes. If you have a body, if you woke up this morning, you took a deep breath and, and you got to experience waking up today, you are an inspired athlete. And to me, what that means is uh, creating a relationship with your body, right? Creating a relationship with your mind, creating a relationship with uh, the higher power, right? And just cultivating, cultivating that relationship, you know? And that to me is an inspired athlete. And, and you know, like, Okay, let, maybe, let's say you're not a competitor, right? You're not in sports. Let's say you're um, um, whatever you're doing, right? If, if you want to make better choices for yourself, you are an inspired athlete. And that's the idea behind this book. I want everyone to be, to embody the feeling of, I am an inspired athlete today, right? Because what that does for me is it makes me, create, makes me make better choices. And that's really what it is, because we all have choices all the time, every single moment of the day. Does that resonate, Kate? Oh, absolutely. I love all, I love all this stuff. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> and what I love when I read your book, too, is you make a lot of references to things like law of attraction. When you talk about visualization and gratitude circles and just a, a lot of the bold, inspired action. You know, I love that. I was like, yes, it's all about bold, inspired action. So I love that. So would you, would you say that manifesting law of attraction, like that's a big part of how you become a, a pro athlete or you know, or an athlete in general, like you said, we're all athletes. I love that, by the way, that we're all athletes. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, like absolutely. You know, like, I, I mean, so I, I talk about this in the book, but basically, like, I believe it's best to take action from an inspired place first, mm -hmm. right? Because, like, you hear all the time, athletes, like, that, that's what we do as athletes. We show up, we, we go to practice, we train, you know, we work hard, we compete. And... I think it's best to be an inspired place first. And sometimes that's really difficult. It's really challenging. You know, a, a big part of my journey is that it's been difficult for me to stay inspired, right? Like it's hard to do that. It's hard to do that every single day. And I'm not, and, and just to clarify, I'm not suggesting 
that everyone stay inspired 100% of the time, right? Like, that's not the idea. Because we have feelings, we have emotions, right? There's things that come up. But the idea is that's the direction. That's the compass. That's the pyramid. That's the top of the pyramid. And that's like, if, we, if, if we're all ships at sea, that's the rudder. We're pointing in the direction of staying inspired, right? And that's what this book is all about. That's what this story, the stories in here, my journey, I've had a lot of mess ups too. You know, like I was, uh, I was thinking this morning in my meditation, we all slip on bananas. You know, I've slipped on bananas before, you know? And um, I think the important thing is how you, how you recover, how you respond, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I think it's definitely a part of, of being an athlete, being an inspired athlete, you know, the law of attraction, tapping in, tapping in. And I wanna say one other thing too, staying inspired, inspired, in spirit. There's a big spiritual component to this journey, you know, and it's different for everybody. All that it's, it's just very, very different. It's relative to what you think and what you believe, but cultivating that relationship is part of this journey. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And yeah. how people can tune in more with their inner being, their higher self. How can they tap more into that, that side of them? Yeah. Getting quiet, hmm. getting quiet. You know, that, that, and that's hard for me because I love to do this. I love to, uh, I love to connect. There's Craig Siegel, Craig, yeah. click, uh, click request to join. But, um, you know, I, I, I love to, you know, be all, you know, interconnected, right? But to me, what it is, it's about getting quiet and getting in tune and, and really like locking in and listening, right? Like, and, and, and allowing your intuitive nudges to push you and guide you, you know? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So that, that's how I feel about all that. And um, yeah, I, I would love to continue that conversation. It's a never ending conversation, really. Oh, for sure. So. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Let's get Craig in here. Uh, I want to stay do my best to stay on track as best I can with the time. Craig, uh, just click request to join and I'll get you right up in here. Um, so yeah. And and if everyone I would actually would really like some engagement in this in this live. So if you want to throw in questions, um, if you want to request you, okay. Uh, if you want to, Kate, take, Kate, can you talk about that? Like just how, um, how people can engage? Yeah, I mean, if anyone has questions, that's always awesome. If you want to. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Let's go, Craig. Yeah. Dude, welcome, bro. Uh, it's good to be here. I'm so proud of you, Aaron. What an exciting day. I I I've seen you working on this thing behind the scenes for a very long time. And it's so special to see you nurture this process and now bring it to fruition. Couldn't be prouder. Kate, always good to see you guys. Let's get nuts. Hey, Craig, that means so much to me. Thank you so much. Kate, anytime you want to jump in, just, just interrupt or jump in, okay? Um, I, I just want to personally thank you, Craig, because when I got to know you over the last, I guess it's been a couple of years now, um you you know me i was all about how do i do this how do i make money how 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 and you know and and this whole time you've really kind of kind of challenged me to say dude just just get in touch with yourself be commit to being the best version of yourself and i actually called you in my um i i listed you not just as my mindset coach but my personal growth coach that's what you are to me bro what an honor First of all, I appreciate that very much. I'm going to go ahead and receive that. Uh, and I love you, buddy. But it's so true, right? And the word of the year seems to be available. Mm -hmm. uh, you weren't a little while back, right? Neither was I a couple of years back. 
but it's funny because everybody wants strategies and tactics. And, and I'm like, before we get into that, we have to be accessible, available for what's about to happen next. Because if you're not available and you're not in that right frequency or vibing high, none of the strategies in the world is going to help you. But you, my friend, I don't think I've ever seen anyone more available right now. And look what's happened. Monetize YouTube channel, book out. I mean, you name it and you just get warmed up. So it's so special to watch you and your journey. And like I said, you're just getting started, buddy. It's unbelievable. Thank you so much, Craig, man. You know, and like, I, I just, I want to do a quick plug for you, man, because the CLS uh, uh, experience, the, the podcast and the CLS community, man, it's been so inspiring. Not, not just to be a part of it. I feel like I'm one of the founding uh, members. Uh. <laughs> I was there from the beginning, you know? But um, just to watch you grow as a leader and watch you create all these relationships, man, that is so inspiring to me. You know, you, you just, you, it's so natural for you to relate to somebody and have them relate back to you and connect with them on their level first. That's what I love how you, I love how you do that, man. Yeah, thank you so much, buddy. I appreciate you saying that. It's a case by case, right? Everybody's in a different place in life. Like, like for me, this season is totally different than a couple seasons ago, and that's because we're always growing. So I think the key lesson there for the audience today is to meet people where they are. It's, this thing called life is not a one-size-fits-all. Uh, and, and when you be a little bit more intentional and personal with different people, you're able to build a much thicker rapport and, and a more special connection, if you will. Yeah. 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 Kate, do you have anything for Craig? I got so much, but I'm going to let you jump in. Yeah, of course. So I consider Craig to be one of the most high energy, inspiring, like just a magnetic, amazing people. And so I guess my question for you, Craig, is what keeps you so inspired and so lit up all the time? Um, I'm just in love with what's going on right now in my life. <laughs> I know I have, as Aaron loves to use that word from Abraham Hicks, because I remember what it feels like just a couple of years ago to not be happy, to not be fulfilled, to not be excited, right? And so when I finally found my calling in the beginning of the pandemic, after 35 years, I'm honestly, truly fulfilling my assignment. And I believe all of us, and we're gonna get deep right now, we're all here for a reason, 100%. Also, we all have gifts, we just have to identify them, right? And my assignment took me a little bit later than I'd like to admit to find out what it is, but I also believe I had to go through everything I did to get to this point, right? Sometimes you have to go through the darkness to want to see the light. And so I am lit up and it's like People always like, what are you on? I'm just, I love this stuff. This isn't work to me. I genuinely love helping people. I love connecting with big fingers, with great people like you too. I love the podcast, the book, all of it. And, and the message for that is anybody listening that's like, well, easy for you to say, Craig, you're doing what you love. This is possible for all of us, you can 100% combine making a massive impact and making a lucrative living. Uh, you have to be available, surround yourself with the right people that can encourage you, and then obviously be committed to the process. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> All right, Craig, we only have a few minutes, but I wanted you to just touch briefly on on getting through challenges, right? Because all of us, you know, you know me too. I just went through some 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 big time personal challenges, but. I watch you and, you know, the tumor, the car thing, you know, I watch how you get through these things and you use them for fuel. And then you go do a PR and marathon, your what, your fifth marathon? Sixth. Sixth? Man, just, just talk, talk about that. Talk about how you use those uh -huh. challenges as fuel, man. Yeah, so simply, 
I've made a choice, and I want to hammer that home. It's a choice to live that everything happens for me, not to me, right? And, and when you have that approach to life, you assume accountability and ownership for everything. So if something happens to me that's hard to connect the dots in the moment, I understand that sooner than later down the line, I'm going to look back and say, thank God that happened for me. Right. And this is a really powerful place to operate from, because as you guys know, we're growing rapidly and we're scaling and we're hiring. And if one of my employees or family members does something wrong or not the result I was looking for, I immediately assume ownership. What could I have done to communicate it a little bit more effectively for them to have completed the task? And when you live like that, it's just super powerful. And the most important thing it does is it permanently removes that victim mentality. Why me? And I see a lot of people, unfortunately, suffer for that. So bottom line, make the choice to live on purpose with the mentality that everything happens for you, not to you. Bam! <laughs> Bang! <laughs> I love it, man. I'm just going to keep plugging you because I only got a couple minutes left, man. But everybody, go follow Craig. Go join the CLS uh, uh, membership. And then, Craig, just real quick, talk about your podcast uh, course that you're launching, too. Do you have any room, or are you all full? Yeah, so I had a goal in mind, and, and it tripled in regards to the people that signed up. And I don't want to turn anyone down. because it, I made it very inexpensive, basically giving it away. It's 1500 bucks for five weeks. How to start from A to Z, your podcast, if you already have one. How to get big, notable guests. And then how to attract sponsorships and monetize. And a one-on-one -on -one client when I just was on a call a little while ago, and now she has her first sponsorship paid for monetized podcast. It's just so special. So what I did was I'm breaking the, the program down into three different calls because there's so many people. So it's going to be more calls for me. I just want everyone to have the intimate experience. Uh, but yeah, you can still sign up. The link is in the bio and so forth. Essentially, the podcast is such a great platform and tool. You know that better than anybody. It's funny because in 2021, I thought I was late to the game with the podcast. And then I said, screw that. You got to start somewhere. And we built the podcast. And I can honestly say of all the lanes in the 10-lane hobby that is CLS, the CLS Experience podcast has been the most valuable vehicle of all of them that has opened up massive opportunities, specifically the big book deal that we just signed with Wiley. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go. You know, you're going to have one of these too soon, man. And it's... And, and I just got to quickly say your podcast, man, is so inspiring, man. Like, it's just been like, and, and how I got connected with Rob Deerdeck. That was you, bro. That was you. Uh, David Meltzer, too. Shout out David Meltzer. Uh, that's our boy. But um, that was you, man, because I'm just inspired the way you, like I said, connect, but articulate, bro. You are, you have a gift of articulation. I know you call David the, the what is it, the articulate uh, gal the alligator? <laughs> as i stumble no but um you're so articulate i'm just you have a gift man and it's so cool that you're sharing it and um you know i, I can just feel a collab coming with with both of us maybe all of us all three of us one day soon i can feel that mm -hmm. i would and thank you for saying those beautiful words and i want everybody to know that's on this call that's going to see the replay everybody has gifts the key is is to do your best to identify what they are and then get back and for anyone that's out there that's like well i want to make money too Trust me when I tell you, when you're so energetically behind your gifts, the money has no choice but to follow you. It's just an energetic exchange. Woo! <laughs> Craig, 
dude, you're the man, bro. Real quick, like, real quick, tell people how they can get in touch with you, follow you, connect with you. Uh, just come say what up on Instagram. You can go to our website, cultivatelastingsymphony.com. Check out ways to join the community and so forth. If you love inspiration, we send out a couple texts a week on strategies, inspirational. People say it's the best one out there. You can text the number 917-634-3796. Uh, drop the word Aaron in there so I know that it came from this conversation. Uh, and anywhere you go to buy books these days, stay tuned. We've got a big surprise coming. And genuinely, thank you so much for having me. But most importantly, congratulations, Aaron. I'm so proud of you, buddy. This book was, was a passion project of yours. But even more importantly, uh, the impact that it's going to make for the rest of the world. The world needs it. So thank you for identifying your gifts and making that choice to serve everybody. Thanks so much, Craig. I love you like a bro, man. Like, I really do, man. And, and I appreciate you. And uh, like I said, like we always say, we're just getting started, right? That's it. That's it, guys. <laughs> love appreciate you. you, bro. Bye, Kate. Bye, Craig. Love you. <laughs> oh, he's the best. He's the best. He's the best. Um, Kate, mm -hmm. say anything you want, because I'm like trying to organize my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how do you? Every time I hear Craig speak, it's like I'm just so lit up. Like I'm on fire right now. He's just yeah. so content. That's our big message for people is that when we master the inner world and we radiate that joy and that high frequency and that passion, it's contagious. You know, and I just think that that's what we're trying to share with people. Yes. Brandy! Let's Hi! go! Hey! How's it going, How Brandy? How are you? How are you guys? Thanks so much for joining good, today. Brandy, Kate, 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 Brandy. <laughs> nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Brandy, thank you so much for being a part of this. Um, briefly, just give yourself a quick intro to anyone who may not know you on my, on my live here. Oh, uh, yeah, quick intro. I uh, play, I'm a Team Canada Beach Volleyball Olympian, and I also play professional on the AVP Tour. Uh, I am a co-founder of a project for the scholarship program, which helps fund BIPOC athletes to play volleyball as well. Bang! <laughs> Brandy, like, ever since I thought of this whole project of the Inspired Athlete, and when we, you know, when I helped you guys train back in the day um, with Coach Evie and Heather, I just noticed that you were an inspired athlete. You know, I just, I could feel that. Um, I was hoping you could just define that for yourself. What does that mean to you, being a, an inspired athlete? Well, firstly, thank you for saying that. I take that as a huge compliment. And I always felt that your energy just radiated at those practices and you left an impression on me for sure. I know we didn't get to work very long, but I'm so happy and honored to still have a connection with you and I'm happy for you and this book. I'm so excited. Um, for me, Inspired, I think, comes from a sense of, I guess, a mix of resilience and self-confidence and just, you know, being your own number one fan, I guess, because I've learned that, you know, people come and go and things happen, challenges come, but when you can really rely on your capabilities to adjust, to pivot, to receive, to give and to show up, then there's nothing really that can stop you. And you'd be so amazed the amount of opportunities and people and um, lessons and blessings that show up when uh, you're in a place to, to put yourself out there and be vulnerable. <laughs> I love that. I, I mean, that's, that's so beautiful. And, and as an Olympian and as a world-class athlete, you know, how do you stay inspired? Because there's so many challenges, right? There's ups and downs. 
you know i mean that's really what you know the whole message right and stay inspired but but how how do we do that I think just really rooting down to your purpose in everything that you do, every step that you take. Um, for me, if I was solely doing sports or being at this platform for, you know, some sort of superficial success, I think it would be easy to be swayed. Uh, to me, my root is I want to learn. I want to expand. I want to push myself and see uh, where I can take myself as a human and what my human experience can be and how I can connect with other people. And sport has been an avenue of that. So whatever activities we're doing on the day to day are just kind of like the superficial level of what we're truly trying to find and, and just feel more fulfilled doing. So every day I feel fulfilled when I'm learning something. So uh, volleyball has helped me put myself in position to learn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and Kate, I want to let you jump in too, but I, you, Brandy, you just said something that kind of has been a driving factor for this whole project, which is fulfillment, you know? And, and when I um, uh, play sport and when I do stuff like this on Instagram and connect with people like you, I feel that feeling of fulfillment. And fulfillment to me is I think what we're all going for in our own way, whether it's in sport, whether it's in business and family, whatever that is, fulfillment, right? Like that's it. You know, do, do yeah. you guys, I yeah. mean, I'll open it up for both of you guys. Do you guys like, does that resonate? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what life is about, right? Being fulfilled and whole and happy. And I guess that's actually my question for you, Brandy, is what, what and who really keeps you inspired and motivated? Like what's basically like your personal self-care routine? Like what, like what, what keeps you going and what keeps you healthy and, and aligned? Um, I think what I was mentioning in terms of learning and being creative but I think I have very strong family values um, my I have three younger siblings that I see on a daily basis and I uh, I want to be a role model, role model to them uh, I have family that has uh, gone through so much I come from a very diverse background so I feel like I represent many voices and a lot of voices that maybe aren't always um, shown. And so I feel a responsibility, a duty and an honor to do so um, in different spaces. So that inspires me, you know, telling, telling story. <laughs> I love it, I love it. Brandy, um, only a few minutes left, but I actually wanted to read your quote since you, you mentioned uh, creativity. I quoted you from our podcast <laughs> and I put it in here. So I just wanted to read it to you and let you respond. I think when you get in your own way, you can push yourself forward you can pull yourself back. And I think that has nothing to do with your circumstances, your upbringing, your background. It's very much on you to trust your mind and its creativity to formulate things for you. <laughs> Good. I was like, okay. <laughs> no, um, That's you. No, I, 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 I do. I do stand by that. I mean, like, uh, it, it, in places where people want things to be easy and comfortable and make excuses and and yes, some, some roads are more difficult than others. I will never take that away. I've had my share of difficulties, but it takes um, courage and creativity to find ways to get to where you want. And that's where I kind of say, you gotta be your own number one fan and you gotta put in the work to believe in those ideas and, and to go for it. And the crazier, the wilder, the scarier, probably the better. <laughs> <laughs> love that, I love that. Um, Kate, do you have anything else? I, I want to kind of try our best to stay on track here. No, I love it. I love that whole concept, too, of being your number one.
I wish more people would do that. That's awesome. I love that. I appreciate it. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Hey, Brandy, how can people connect with you or best support you? Um, I best uh, contact would be Instagram. So if you follow me here on BVMA, then that's easy to get in touch. And from there, I will expand my platforms, hopefully. But right now, Instagram's the way to go. <laughs> Brandy, thank you so much for being a part of this book and uh, being a part of this whole project and on the podcast and on this IG Live. And just thank you for being a shining light. You know, like, I think that's why people resonate with you. I mean, yes, you're an amazing athlete and, you know, you're an Olympian. That's that's awesome. But you have this light that just shines. And that what that's what makes you an inspired athlete, you know, wow. and I, I actually here's a little bit of coaching for you. Right. I actually want you to think that next time you play, I want you to say oh. I'm an inspired athlete. <laughs> wow, I will. I absolutely will. And I will encourage others to do so. So thank you yeah. so much for your time. And again, congrats. This is so aligned to your gifts. So thank you. Thank you so much, Brandy. <laughs> I appreciate you so much. Nice Bye. sweetie, Kate. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <Woo>. Wow. <laughs> Kate, this is this is amazing, right? It, it's, so, right? <laughs> it's so great. And we got more people, too. Uh, I got Triborn coming on next. So, Tri, if you're listening, I think I saw you in there. Um, go ahead and click request to join, or I, I can invite you. Um, while I'm working on that, Kate, just anything you want. Any, how can be, you know, any, any giveaways, anything. Talk, yeah. Yeah. Did you want to do the giveaway for the signed book? Did you want to? Yeah. Um, how how are we doing that again? I, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We're doing freestyle with all this. Yeah. We're kind of figuring it out as we go. But I know you had talked about um, the signed book and then the pyramid and the t-shirt doing a combination with that. Do you want to, did you want to do something like that where if they yeah. follow the steps? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot how I, <laughs> I said that. I've never <laughs> done this before. But uh, if you guys want a signed copy of the book um basically what you would do is i'll tell you what i'll do right now just engage ask a question ask a question for me or for any of these guests or for the book process and kate will choose the best question and we'll i'll just mail you a signed copy how about that all right see what comes up <laughs> all right cool <laughs> let's uh because i would love some engagement let's yeah. get triborn in here speaking of olympians another olympian a champion and um and a friend triborn let's go <laughs> what's up brother what up i decided to do a outdoor experience today i love it man hey this is kate try kate, kate Hi. Try. nice How to meet you i actually was uh coming down to have lunch with my coach and the college uh events come going on down here at manhattan beach pier and Ooh. oh i lost your audio a little bit I know how that is a spot to, to oh, yeah, be inspired. There you go. Yeah. Very inspiring spot for me. <laughs> that's <laughs> hey, that's home base for you, bro. You know? So look, yeah. man, um, we got a few minutes here. I just wanted to have you on because first of all, I just appreciate you. And when I think of inspired athlete, I just had Brandy on. I think of you, man. You know, we've 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 spent a, quite a bit of time together on the court, you know, I've helped train you a little bit over the years. Um, but I've watched your journey, man. I've watched your journey. You've been through a lot of uh, a lot of ups and downs lately. A lot of ups. Uh, congrats on your recent success. But um, talk about how you stay inspired, bro. Yeah, I mean, I think staying inspired is is something that comes with a certain lifestyle that you live. 
it's about it's doing what you're doing the things that you're passionate about that's being inspired i think is isn't something that you can just turn on and off you have to love what you're doing you have to be passionate about it you don't get to just choose and be like i'm going to be inspired today like no you have to notice the things that inspire you notice the things that you love that you enjoy doing and then ideally do that daily you know make that your job hopefully you know it's easier said than done but for me i i literally grew up playing this sport for fun with my friends and never thought about it being profession and what and then eventually it, that became an option i was like it, i mean yeah that's a no-brainer and then i stay inspired to do it because i'm so grateful that that it's my job and like yeah i have bad days but i'm like listen if you want this to be your job you can suck it up and like sacrifice when when you need to sacrifice because this is this is the life that that makes me feel passionate and enjoy getting out of bed every day so you know you got to work hard to, to keep it i love that man and you know for people who don't know you know try got called into the olympics that was uh I, that was 2021 right it was last year it was supposed yes. to be the 2020 olympics um taylor crab got covid and last second, they called you in. They called in the big triborn. Talk about that experience of like getting that phone call and just being like, hey man, we need you for the Olympics. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> you know, talk about that for a second. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, it makes me smile just thinking about it because when I heard that, those words essentially, you know, not exactly, or whatever it was, the call, you know, you ready? I knew like deep in my heart right away, just, I'm ready. And that came from preparation. That came from all the time that I had already put in. If I had decided in that moment, okay, time to get ready. No, 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 it's too late. I was, I knew I had put the work in. I dreamt about being there. I had visualized it. I was already, I didn't think I was going to be there. So I was already thinking on to the next quad. And um, it was the cool, <clears throat> coolest experience just because I really got to prove to myself that I was ready. <clears throat> you know, going out there and ended up, you know, it's kind of a, a random statistic, um, but like ended up with the highest hitting percentage in all of the Olympics, which means like they came at me because obviously I'm the guy that just got subbed in and I was just knew where my head was at, my focus, my confidence. And I always wonder, you don't know until you're there. Can I handle it? Can I be on that stage? Look into that camera. Granted, the fans weren't there. Can I look into that camera? and know that millions of people are in that camera watching and just go out there and do my own thing and stay present and do what I'm trained to do. And, and then I got to prove to myself that, yep, I can do that. And now Let's I'm go. even more inspired to go back and, and win even more. We got a ninth there, which is respectable, but I really, really want to test myself and see if I can get, get a, a medal. I love it. Let's go. Kate, <laughs> he's kind of speaking your language right now. Could you, could you like frame some sort of uh, talking point or question about, he, he mentioned visualization and you guys are very aligned with the meditation and visualization stuff. You, you wanna take, you wanna take something like that? Well, that's funny. Cause that actually was gonna be my question. Okay. My, asking about meditation, maybe power yeah. of the mind, fraction. That's my zone for sure. I can tell you're into that. So can you just tell us basically what your personal practice is, what type of meditation, what you do to keep your mind sharp and focused? Yeah, I like to do it as often as possible. And one of the best things that happened to me and it sounds backwards, um, is one of the worst things that happened to me, getting my autoimmune disease a while back. 
um, actually made me sit out of the sport for two years. And I realized controlling my mind and doing the meditation and mental work was one of the biggest um, opportunities I had by sitting out of the sport. I could really focus on that. So I really fell in love with it there and realized the benefits. And so I try to apply it daily. Um, and I go to the beach before practice and try to do some kind of meditation. I work with a sports psychologist weekly who gives me different ideas. And it's an evolving thing. But for the most part, I just try to practice it every day. Um, it's one of those, it definitely feels like a muscle. Like you have to do it to make it a habit and make it easier. First time you do it, if you took two weeks off, it's going to be a lot more difficult. And then it gets easier and easier. It becomes more of a habit. Um, but I go down to the beach and I try to kind of tap into all of my senses, you know, sense of smell and just really just smelling. I'm just trying to smell, notice the smells and not let myself get distracted. I'm just feeling. Usually it's the wind, right? Like if I'm sitting out here, uh, I'm just seeing, just I'm trying to focus on what I'm seeing. Like tap into all the senses and that really helps me become present. But there's a lot of different techniques to use. That's just one that I use in the morning. Also, just try to really look around and become aware of my surroundings as well. Sometimes you're like so in your own head that you don't even notice that it's a beautiful day, you know, or that it's not a beautiful day or that it's, you know, there's someone doing something crazy, or, you know. Um, but it's really just practicing being present so that I can easily tap into that mindset on the court. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, that's great. So awesome. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're speaking our language here, Try. Um, we only have two minutes. I wanted to read, it actually goes with what you just said. I wanted to read your quote in the book, which I quoted ah. from our podcast. Um, this is you. The biggest challenge was the autoimmune disease, for sure. It was the biggest challenge and also the biggest breakthrough for me because I feel like I tried to go through it. I didn't go around the problem. I went through it. I went right through it. And I gained all that energy that it was trying to suck out of me. I feel like I absorbed it. And I used it. And now I'm using all that same energy to go in the right direction. And that was before you you uh, won twice this year. And, you know, talk talk about that. Talk about that journey of, of that quote, what that means to you and how that propelled you. Yeah. I mean, I was just thinking about that um, two days ago. Um, I was thinking about all this stuff a lot. And uh, I was just realizing that man, going through your problems, facing them. And, and the way I was thinking of it is just kill your problem. You go around it, it stays alive. And now you're running around with all these problems that are present in your life. Whereas if you just go through it and kill it, it's done. That thing is done. You move through it. You learn from it. You gained like a weapon to move. Or this kind of like, I'm talking about like war terms, like kill and weapon and all that. But uh you, you can use that weapon going forward uh, to, to better yourself in life. And if you, if you dodge problems and you kind of like squeak around them and let them linger because uh, you don't want to put the time in or it's just difficult, they come back to haunt you. And then now you're dealing with many problems all at the same time and life can kind of spin out of control. Whereas like I have one problem in front of me. I'm going to face it. One challenge. I'm going to go through it, kill it, and then move on. You end up uh, it's just a lot easier to live like a clear life. Try born, man. Dude, I, I just can't thank you enough, man, for being a part of this project, for sharing your story, for being vulnerable. You know, it, it's just real cool, man. You know, it, it, not everyone likes to share, especially when really, uh, really challenging things happen. And I love that you are willing to share and talk about it yeah. because it will help other people, you know, and, and sometimes we don't know who's listening. 
you know but someone is yeah. getting someone is listening and someone is getting yeah. value from this man so i appreciate okay. you man yeah my pleasure i love being around uh you know other people who um are looking to better themselves so love being a part of this little community that you've created and looking forward to reading the book yeah bro thank you real quick before i let you go man tell people how they can connect with you or or best support you yeah yeah i mean instagram obviously uh here on instagram i try to keep it pretty updated but my sandcast podcast has been uh going good alongside your podcast and um we're, we're trying to upgrade and, and create more content a lot on youtube as well so if you want to check out the podcast and the youtube channel check that out it's sandcast podcast perfect awesome try man i love you bro appreciate you, you thank you I appreciate it nice to meet you kate nice to meet you too Trey. we'll be in touch awesome. <laughs> man this is so fun oh man this is great um uh kate can you just um can you just talk about how people can best um like get their comments read or like maybe they should put like the word kate in front of their comment or question so because i it's just hard to keep up with the the comments and stuff that's exactly what i was going to comment on because i'm actually okay. not I'm doing this from my phone, so I would have to sit here and text. So I'm trying not to be distracting. So I, I do see questions popping up and I'm writing them down. So whenever we have time, I can ask some of those questions, but I can't respond to people. I don't know if you can on your end, but I'm the, I can't do it on my computer. Like some, Got it. Some, yeah. Got it. That's if, why you just, if you guys want to, yeah, if you want to put like the word Kate next to your comment or question, um, I think that that'd be best. Um, but I got I got to keep getting people in here. So the next person we got is another Olympian, Casey Patterson. Casey, get up in this. Let's go, kid. Come on, ready? Boom. Let's What's go. up, dude? Come on, Claire. <laughs> What's up, bro? Oh, cruising, cruising. Kids are all at the beach, hanging out. They ditched school, so I'm home alone just working. It was perfect timing. A father <laughs> of five, right? Five oh, kids? Oh, my dude. God. I'm not sure, but if you have kids, an empty house is, like, the greatest thing on planet Earth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Casey, meet Kate. Kate, meet Hi, Kate. Casey. Hi, Casey. How are you? Good, good. Nice. Kate's awesome. She's helping me out with this whole launch. And I just I just want to start by saying thank you, man, for being a part of this project. Thank you for being an inspired athlete, man. Like all these people that I've I've tried to uh, you know, include in this project, include in this this idea of like staying inspired. You're right up in there, man. You I know? Hey, dude. I love it. And, We've and had so many rad battles. It's been uh, it's been good times. So yeah, yeah. Well, well let's just start. Product. What's that? I said we've had so many battles, and I've watched and followed you for so long that I'm excited to read and like check it out and see the final uh, product here. See uh, yes. the fire yes. that you put into that. Well, first of all, thank you. Let me say this, man. I'm just going to start by saying congratulations on an incredible, legendary career. Oh, I know you just uh, you just. You just basically had your your last match in Phoenix, right? Yeah, yeah. Unless you called get called up, I never yeah. know. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, right. Uh, so. I, I do want to say congratulations, man. And and for anyone who doesn't know your career, um, you've just you've committed fully to the craft, man. You you've stayed inspired through this whole journey of being a professional beach volleyball player, an Olympian, a champion. Um, so I just, I give you mad love, bro, because it's not easy to do. And being a father of five and a husband, like, man, that's just, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing for me to watch as a, as a former competitor and as a fan, you know, it's awesome, man. So congratulations, bro. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, 
uh, I love that just the whole like the topic of your book in general is such an, an inspiring thing alone because we all have these passions that we love and they're never easy, right? And having five kids, living, you know, an hour and a half from Hermosa where everyone trains, like you've really got to love what you do. And if you truly love what you're doing, like you make it happen. And so, you know, that's been basically my career is travel around the world, making it happen just because I love the sport so much and it gave so much back to me. So uh, staying inspired was easy because I loved it so much. Yes, man. Yes. Well, okay. So I've been asking some people this, the inspired athlete, how do you, how would you define that for yourself? That's interesting. I think that we fall in love with sports as kids or, or, or a specific topic. Like I loved art and I loved drawing when I was a kid too. So I was like super into that as well. Or going to my dad's shop and making like a boomerang or like some sort of like ninja sword. Like I was into just like creating, right? And so as a kid, we all play sports. We do all these different things. We love to just find passions, right? And we slowly are like honing it into like one or two things that we really, really love because we not only enjoy it, but we're also starting to see that we're kind of good at it, right? And so then it becomes easier because we're good at it and then it's more fun. And so we're more inspired because we feel confident and they're like, all these things start adding up. And then it gets really hard. Like you go to college and you're like, oh, this is more like a job than what it used to be or how it was when I started. And I think we're able to stay inspired through, throughout that phase into pro or into like wherever we go with what we love to do because we fall in love with, with the process almost more than the specific goal that we're reaching. You know what I mean? Like for me, it was like winning ABP tournaments or, you know, going to the Olympics, looking back the process and the team and the people and the experiences were significantly more valuable than like the end result of like, Oh, winning. Cool. We did take a picture after it's like, no, it was all the things leading up to it that I remember more. And that I take into my like heart and my kids talk about it. Like that stuff is how we stay inspired. And I think sometimes we lose that like focus along the way. We're like, Oh, I, I just got to like grind. I got to grind. And it's like, dude, all these cool stories and all these experiences leading up to it. Those are the things that just keep giving you the little burst of inspiration, right? They just keep giving me like a little, another little like bump, a little burst and it helps me get there. And then you look back, you're like, Oh, it was, everyone around me in that universe that was created when I tried to get to that specific goal that was inspiring me the whole way. So I almost didn't even recognize it because I was so hyper-focused. And then once you get there, you look back, you're like, oh my gosh, it was my kids. It was the team around me. It was my competitors. It was, you know, other people outside of the sport that inspired me in different ways. So for me, it's just like, man, it's the journey that really inspires us to keep going and to find new things you know once you finish one it's like the next chapter it's so fun beautiful beautiful kate anytime you want to jump in just let me know but i i i i got i gotta ask you this casey because i haven't really asked the guest this yet on this um on this topic the the idea of in spirit the spiritual part of this conversation yeah. how do you how do you find that while you're doing all these other things now you're a pick now you're in the pickleball it's <laughs> <laughs> crazy i think there's like like i love that you said that because there's like there's a physical side and then this is like this soul searching spiritual side of the things that we do and we kind of tap into those two buckets back and forth all the time and then they fulfill that inspiration in whole that helps us get to where we're going and so i think sometimes you show up you have a terrible practice and then 
you get some message or a text message from a kid you used to coach 10 years ago who's got a family now. He's like, dude, coach, I'm so stoked that you're on tour still. Just wanted to let you know, like, I'm living in wherever. I got two kids, and I just thank you for being such a good example or whatever, something like that. And you're like, oh, my gosh, that fills my soul and my spirit. And that's what keeps me motivated. And to be honest, like seeing like a TJ DeFalco or all these other guys, like even seeing like Taylor Sander, I remember watching him when he was a kid playing like 17s club volleyball. And these guys are all like Olympic medalists and Olympians now. And I mean, they were like little 12 year old turds when I first saw them. And it's like, oh my gosh, that fills the spiritual side of like, wow, it's more than just you hitting the ball and trying to achieve your goal. It's all these kids and all the, the like layers of inspiration from both ends and now seeing my kids volunteer at the AVP event. And it's like, dude, that I was like crying and we're in like a first round in Manhattan beach, and, you know, and I'm like crying cause my kids are both shagging balls with their volunteer shirt on. And I'm like, that's cool. That fills the soul. Right. Yeah. And so now I'm almost more inspired from that side of the competition and the universe that evolves around beach volleyball than actually playing. So it, it's rad because you're just constantly dipping into both buckets, the physical, the, the spiritual. So it's been, it's been really cool. Well said, bro. Kate, do you have anything for him? We got like one minute yeah, left with Casey. Uh, what would be your best advice for the next generation when they want to chase their, you know, and pursue their passions and their dreams? Yeah, I, I love that you asked that question because it's probably the number one thing I, like conversation I'm having with my boys. Right now, Cash and Guy are 13 and 11. And they're both playing like a 14s club. Oh, we lost your audio, Casey. Oh. We lost your audio. <laughs> we lost your audio bro oh man i think maybe a phone call came in oh i wish we okay we lost your audio bro oh, that's oh man oh man it looked like such Sorry. a good angle. oh there you are oh we lost your audio just just repeat that real quick you're good my wife was calling me she i just i sent her off she's she's got time um i just said uh i'm coaching my my boys catching guy 13 and 11 and they're playing 14 volleyball and they always get inspired when they would go to a tournament with me you know like we said before they volunteer and they're just so inspired by like that aura right it's kind of like rock watching a rocky movie i'm like ah, i gotta get boxing gloves and go punch something like you just get inspired with whatever's around you and they get so like upset when they're not immediately so good right because they've been around watching all these athletes who have dedicated their lives and i'm like you guys Dad's 42 and I'm still working on trying to run a high line shot down. Like I'm still not very good at it. And I'm still trying to figure it out. Like the number one thing I tell them is you have to be resilient and put the time in. Like everything is hard. And the only reason they make it look easy is because they've dedicated their lives to getting better at it in so many different ways. So what I feel like this next generation needs is you need to be resilient. You have to put in the time when it's terrible, when you don't feel good. And you just have to keep going because over time, it's going to happen if you truly want it. And so it's not the instant YouTube click. Oh, no commercials. I just get to stream the show I want and I just can go to the next one. Like we grew up watching TV and waiting 20 minutes with commercials and then getting five minutes of the actual movie and then waiting another 20 minutes for five <laughs> minutes. Like we were we were trained to like wait and work and then get that like result, that little result that we want. <laughs> so it's like the same thing. Just be resilient and keep going. Love it, man. I love it. Casey Patterson, bro. Uh, real quick, just tell people how they can support you or follow you or connect with you. Yeah, I'm uh, just on here uh, at Casey Pat on, on Instagram. I think I'm the same all across the board. But, you know, supporting me is by supporting 
Alex here and buying, buying his book. That's how I, that's how they can support me. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it a lot. Casey Patterson, dude. I just, uh, I'm, I'm a fan, bro. You know, and um, I appreciate you being a part of this project and, and being on this live today and love you, man. Of course, dude. I appreciate it. Love you. Later. Later, bro. Hi, Casey. Thank you. Yeah. Woo, man. <laughs> so cool, man. So cool. I, um, I did want to grab uh, Dane Blanton. Are you still here? Because I see your, I see your request. I wanted to get you in here. I had Geeter who's supposed to come on next, but maybe I can get both Dane Blanton and Geeter in real quick. Let's see if I can get Dane Blanton, an Olympic gold medalist. Um, let's see if he's there. Again, this is an experimenter, but hey, he's there. Let's go, Dane. <laughs> what's let's up? Go. Dude, I, I up, just. Bro? Uh, my earphones just went out. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Now I've been listening. I, uh, I it was funny because Tri jumped on and he's the, we're both at the same beach. I would imagine. But but uh, just coaching the team down here, our first uh, fall tournament. I just wanted to jump on real quick to say you're killing it, uh, both of you, you and uh, Kate. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. But um, I know I've been with you for this whole journey, and now to see you. Uh, publish this book is really cool and uh, uh, you know I know you guys probably got a whole uh, list of, of characters coming on here I just wanted to come on quickly and say congratulations and uh, you know I support you 100% and uh, hopefully I had some some part in inspiring you to, to do this book and uh, I, I bought the book I haven't read it yet and uh, I can't wait to check it out but um, keep doing what you're doing and keep firing people up Thank you so much, Dane. Like, I consider you a, a, a friend, a mentor. Um, you, you are, a, you are an, a shining light, man. Like, you are, an, you are a shining light in a landscape that is so filled with egos, right? And I love that about you, that you are so humble, even with your gold medal, even with all your success. You are an inspired athlete, man. Briefly, briefly define that for yourself. What does that mean to you, an inspired athlete? Well, I mean, the biggest thing for me is even when I was competing, you wanted to inspire the next generation. You know, you you, you just had um, Casey Patterson on, and uh, I remember him winning his first tournament in 2009, and, and I remember calling him after. He says to this day he still got, got it saved on his voicemail that uh, I called to congratulate him. But to see the career he's had since then, and, uh, you know, you just hope you're a, a small part of that. And that's why coaching now is so awesome. You just hope you're a small part of getting getting uh, individuals to the next level, right? And pushing them to the next level. That's what it's all about. And uh, so that's why, you know, I've been somewhat of a pioneer in the sport in terms of trying to blaze the trail, trying to get more diversity in the sport, which is, has been a, a big challenge. But uh you know, you do what you can, and you just keep charging forward, and hopefully you fire up, you, you know, some of your your surrounding friends and people, and that's what it's all about. It's just, it's in, it's plain inspired to, to know that you are inspiring the next generation, because someone's always watching. It doesn't have to be younger than you. It could be older, and I always tell people everybody has something to offer you. Even if there, you know, there's a ton of negativity, negativity, you're going to find at least one positive thing, and that's what you take, and then you put your own little uh, sauce together, and you go with it. Hey, Dane, um, do you know Dr. Michael Gervais? Yeah. Yeah. So um, 
Dr. Michael Gervais taught me about no FOPO, no fear of other people's opinions. I wanted to ask you about that as a as someone who's always in the spotlight, someone who's a leader, everyone's looking at you all the time, and you're teaching now, coaching. Um, how do you how do you coach that or teach that? Or how does that idea even resonate with you? Like, to not have fear of other people's opinions? Well, I mean, it's interesting. That's that that is definitely the way to to do things. You know, you got to kind of make a decision and charge forward and other people's opinions hopefully don't get you off track. But at the same time, you got to do you have to, to be honest, you have to navigate politically in every organization that you're in, unless you're complete independent, you know what I mean? But most of us are connected to a company, a school, um, a club, something, you know what I mean? And it's it's hard, but you want to be a free thinker. You don't want other people's opinion, especially when when it's not positive, be too influential of you. But at the end of the day, you, you really just want to speak your mind and hopefully what you're speaking is inspired. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, that was a big part of why I did this because, you know, like the, everyone has an opinion, right? And I, for me, the inspired athlete is like, yeah, I can take in some information, but I'm tunnel vision. I know what I want to get done. That's my goal. I'm going for it, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's what you got to do because so there's so many people and usually they're the people sitting on the couch telling you you can't do it exactly. or it's not going to be successful and they're the ones not going to the gym every day and it's just so easy to, to you know, I love watching, you know, any sports and the, my favorite line is, you know, it's so easy from the couch because, you know, they're in it and people that are out doing it are doing it and that's a cool thing. That's why I wanted to jump on here real quick uh spontaneously because you're you're doing it you know what i mean like you i'd love to do a book i haven't done a book yet but you're doing it you know what i mean and you know i'm focused on some things right now trying to win a third championship national championship in a row with usc and uh you know there's as long as you're charging all fronts forward and uh but i'm really proud of you man for putting this book out i can't wait to read it and um it, you know, it's exciting. It's inspiring me. You know, maybe once I was inspiring you initially when we, we used to meet for breakfast and, yeah. and break it down. And yeah. now I'm like, look at this guy. He's got his book out there. So I better I better get going. So you lit a fire. Oh, man, that means so much. I'm going to get I'm going to get you one of these, man. Ooh, I like that. I yeah. like that. Yeah, we'll yeah, have to yeah. meet. Give me a call. We'll do it next week. All right. Sounds good. Hey, before we let you go, man, how can people follow you or best support you? I'm easy to find. Dane Blanton, uh, you know, at Dane Bland on Instagram is where I'm probably most active. Uh, but I'm not that active socially right now. Just focus on doing stuff. But um, easy to message me through that. And, um, you know, I'm the head coach at USC. And so it, it's pretty easy to get me there. But uh, I'm always willing to help out. You know that. I appreciate you and love you, Dane. Awesome. Thanks, Aaron. Thank Kate. It's Kate or Katie? Kate. Hey, nice to meet you, and keep keep dominating, you guys. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. All right. We'll see you. Man. Wow, this is so amazing. Um, Kate, I know I'm, like, kind of just going for it here, but uh, we have Torino coming up next. Before we get him on, let's see how I can get rid of that screen there. I'm not sure. Um, Dane, if you're listening, see if you can exit out. Um, but, yeah, just, Kate, can you just, like – Oh, I think I saw a comment. 
I wanted to, would you recommend this book for 15 year old players? Yes, absolutely. This yeah. book right here, I, I actually wrote this book um, with the idea that uh, a youth athlete would have it in their backpack, right? That's why it's small, right? Have it in their backpack and the middle of practice or a game, you know, um, reference it, you know? Oh, Geeter, you're in? Okay, cool. All right, I'm a little backed up, but I'm going to, Torino, if you're listening, just hang tight because I got to get Geeter in. Um, Geeter, get, get, get in here. Chris McGee. Let's see if we can get him in here real quick. What's up, buddy? Hey, let's go. How we let's doing? Go. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. Congratulations. Thank uh, you, bro. Thank I you. My old, uh, my old broadcast partner, Dane Blanton, on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. El yeah, Gator. for sure. Hey, Geeter, meet Kate. Kate, meet Geeter. Hi, Hi, Keith. How are you? Great. How are you? I'm doing she's, all right. She's helping. Yeah, she's helping me uh, uh, with this whole project. But I'm glad you jumped on. I'm a little backed up in time. But I'm, I, just, I just have to tell you, man, ever since I started this project and I thought of the inspired athlete, I thought of you, man. You know, and yes, you're an inspired MC for sure. You're, you got the gift on the mic, but you have, you have just watched all the best players, like all my favorite players, like let's specifically Karch and Kobe. Those two guys that come to mind when I think of inspired athlete, can you address those two guys? Yeah, I mean, you know, I was fortunate enough to meet Karch later in his career, uh, and he was actually injured. Um, during that time. And, and I think a lot of people thought maybe he was done, but he, he wasn't, he played about seven more years and won a ton more tournaments when I was starting to announce back in 97 and 98. Um, I, you know, I also had the privilege of becoming friends with Karch and, and then working together. We did a radio show for the AVP together. We did broadcasts together. Um, when Karch started coaching, ironically, he would come to my sports shack practices. I was like, why is Karch here? Like he wanted to learn. And I was like, what, what are you going to learn from me? But that's how Karch was, right? Like that, I think that kind of brings me to my inspired athlete point is like, you know, whatever Karch did, once he was in, he was in 100%. And, and he was willing to travel from San Clemente to come to Santa Monica to, to, to watch a, a girls 18 and under practice for, for a club team. You know, he was, you know, we did radio. I, I always tell people it, it was hilarious. Like Karch would call me during the day and these were just like you know we had an hour-long show on thursdays at sangria in hermosa beach on the pier everyone would come in rage and cards would be calling me at noon like who's the guest who are we having on what questions do you want to do i mean he was that invested and dialed in and something that small and that's what i've always just respected and appreciated about Karch. you know i watched him i watched the shoulder pop out in las vegas and he and lambo still win the tournament against wong and fanoi with no shoulder and he couldn't hit you know, going I formation. And, and I just, I don't know, man, when you watch the all time greats and those kind of like scenarios and you just see what sets them apart, it's this, you know, you can call it maniacal, but this work ethic and this also mental part of the game, people forget the mental parts of these things. I mean, you know, you don't have to be the most physically gifted, but that mental part of the game is, is so big. And, and that's what Karch always had. You know, and, and Kobe was the same way. And I think we're learning so much more about Kobe. I don't know if you've seen the Redeem team, but I recommend I haven't it. yet. No, I haven't. I recommend it. Anybody who ever loved Kobe, it's like one of the greatest documentaries, you know, it, it takes you through Beijing. And for me, that's a special time because I got to MC the Beijing Olympics. So I met Kobe at the Beijing Olympics watching. He came to watch Kerry Misty. And of course, I positioned myself. I gave the mic to the Swiss guy and I went and positioned myself. I think I've told the story in your podcast before 
and, and, and I sat next to Kobe for the entire match and connected with him and told him, Oh, I'm doing sideline reporting. I'm, you know, I'm at the Laker games. And then the next year, you know, we became a lot more friendly and then I covered him for the rest of his career. But, you know, Kobe was, you learn much, so much about, you know, him during that redeem team, you know, where everyone's going out and raging till four in the morning and they're coming in and Kobe says, nah, nah, I'm not going to go out. And it's almost like he had a plan when these guys were like coming back into the casino, he's in weightlifting gloves in a bag going down to work out. Fast forward a week later, the whole team's down there. We're working out in the morning. You know, he just had that gift, you know, that, that ability to, to just make everyone around him uh, focus better, play better. Um, you know, truly being around those guys, it was, it, was, it, was, it was a gift. I've been able to coach a lot of great players. I've been able to be around a lot of great players in my career. Listen, I've always told you I was a dead average player, man. But uh, I sure I've been around greatness. I've been around greatness. I know you have, man. I know you had. Uh, I only have like a minute left with you, Gear, yep. but just, just make the Mamba mentality relatable to anyone listening to this. They don't have to be an athlete or a competitor, but there's something about that Mamba mentality that I think we all, people who are, quote unquote, inspired athletes, or even just trying to stay inspired in life, going for fulfillment, we, we resonate with that idea of mama mentality. Talk about that for a second. Yeah, you know, it's funny, man. I'm watching like, you know, just some of the names cross by. I see Chris Austin, who's a friend of mine. I see TJ DeFalco, who's one of my favorite players to watch. And he's such a young stud out there. And, and I think of all of those people, I mean, I, I think every single uh, person you've had on and, and, and they all have that mama mentality. And, and what it means is, is when you when you put the work in and you go for greatness and you have goals, whether it's to win a gold medal or whether it's to start on your varsity team or whatever it is in life. And you put everything into that. There is no failure. And that's what Kobe was about. If you give everything and you put the work in and sacrifice because you have to sacrifice and you put it above everything else. When you go into that arena, you're, you, you've already won right? Like you take that shot. That's why Clay Thompson talks about that Mamba mentality so much. Clay will take the shot, make or miss. I'm taking it again. It's not about only making it. That's what people think. You know, you have to win every single time. That's what Kobe was about. No, the Mamba mentality is about working. So when you're in that moment, you, you give yourself a chance to do it and more times than not, you will. So to me, that's the Mamba mentality right there. I love that, man. I love it. And I love you, Geeter. I just, I love you too, I'm, brother. I'm, I'm proud I'm of you. Such I'm such a fan, bro. I've always been a fan, and I, I just continue to – like, even I just watched you interview LeBron, you know, at preseason. Yeah, I just yeah. – I, I love how you do it, bro. I, Thanks, I, need, to, uh, I need to sign up for the, the Geeter crash course and interview him, man. <laughs> we're, we're all inspired by you, and, and, and uh, you, you're on your way, man. You, we can all learn from you, too. But you know anytime we, we can always go to lunch, go to coffee, and, uh, you know, I'll share what, 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 what little wisdom I have, my man. I appreciate you so much, man. Thank you right. so much for being a part of this, man. All right. Love you, brother. Love Congrats. you. All Thank right. you. Thanks. <sighs> wow. <laughs> it's so cool. It's so mm -hmm. cool connecting with, with all these people, Kate. Like, right. um, oh, I told you I was going to get emotional. <laughs> That's good, though. It's, it's real. It's authentic. It's beautiful. You know, it's awesome. It's overwhelming. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. Um, Man, I, now I'm backed up on time. Uh, Torino, if you're still there, um, I'd love to get you in this thing, Torino. Um, Kate, can you just talk about the book, how people can find the book? Uh, well, do you want to talk about that or do you want to answer a couple of the questions? 
the people um, that I want to do it all. <laughs> I know I want to do it all too. We don't have time for it. Torino, let's go. <laughs> What's up, bro? What's up, family? How you doing? Hey, Torino, this is Kate. Kate Torino. Hi, Hi Torino. Hi, Kate. How are you? I'm, I'm sorry great. I'm backed up on time, ma'am. I'm just been kind of on a roll today with everything. I appreciate your patience and thank you so much for being a part of this project, man. That's an honor, brother. Man, like, you know, I was just telling Kate, I'm I'm like starting to feel the feels right now with this whole thing, just connecting with all of these people like yourself. And, you know, I remember that time when I drove out and we had breakfast and we just talked about this whole project. And I never forgot that, man. I know it was a long time ago, but um, you know, we, we, we got into it. We got into the weeds and, and you and I have always connected on coaching and leadership and inspired leadership. I was hoping you could just kind of touch on that a little bit as I, as I ask all these guests, uh, all these people about the whole meaning of staying inspired or the inspired athlete, I was hoping you could take that to the next level of leadership. I think with leaders, we create the message and command the narrative. So, um, you know, speak to me of, of facts, I will know. Um, you speak to me of that, I will believe. Um, and then there's another piece in that when it's the truth, it stays forever. So when you're in, in leadership, it's not a title. It's, it's all about um, your actions and um, your why. Like um, the thing we're talking to our players about, you know, your paycheck is your responsibility. So we, we have to own what we do. So as a coach and leader, um, you got to get in the minds of your players. You got to be in that heart space, right? So when you do that, it allows you to um, tell them the truth. You, I, I feel you're able to tell people the truth. Um, when you do that, it's more so rooted in trust, right? People tell the people uh, the truth who they trust. So as a coach and leader, in this organization, it's as if you're running a Fortune 500 company. You want to make sure you're in good standing with everybody. It doesn't mean they're going to make every shot, but you still want to be able to give them the truth and they can take that onto other endeavors. So well said. Kate, he's talking your language now, that heart space stuff. Jump in on that. I had to, I know. <laughs> like, I'm like chomping at the bit here. So how your personal practice or what are your techniques or, or basically how do you get out of your head and into your heart center like do you do a meditation qigong anything like that absolutely we're big on meditation big on meditation um you know the, it's open door heart ears all that good stuff um and, and when you do that you have to be prepared to t to hear the truth as well it's not you just telling and speaking the truth it's you being able to listen um so the meditation is big um, I'm big on um, mental health. Uh, Metal World Peace is one of my assistant coaches. And so we're always uh, plugging away at the uh, the mental and the psychological portions of what we do. You know, we want our kids to be um, mentally well. And so that's an ongoing process. And there's a, I don't know how many check-ins, right? But you have to create that open door so, once, so someone can walk through. It's not you just going to them. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. I love that. Um, we just talked a little bit about the mama mentality. I don't know if you heard some of that with uh, with Geeter. Geeter's one uh, the host of the Lakers on Sports uh, Sportsnet. Mm. Um, could you carry that conversation over just a little bit more and how you use that personally yourself and how you use that with your team? Um, I think uh, success um, doesn't stop once you get there, right? So. 
it's uh you know you operate under bat uh, under there being no finish line right and i believe basketball is an elegant game and so you're able to then create teamwork and um figure out ways to um divide that so it's like you're performing mathematics throughout the year it divides the effort adds to the efficiency subtract selfishness which multiplies the rewards and if you're able to echo that theme with your team they understand that it's not about what you memorize it's in your heart right that message is consistent so the mamba mentality is you continue to become you you you're never um it's 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 being able to become an understanding growth orientation versus goal orientation we set out to do some things and achieve some types of forms of success however we want to be able to enjoy the process some things that i do are going to benefit some people that i will never meet right like we created a incredible locker room on this campus at some point there are going to be people that are on this campus that benefit from that that i i won't i won't meet and that's okay right you're paying it forward and i think kobe um inspired the next generation of athletes the even the the businessmen who didn't understand what he was doing on the basketball floor but understood there was something special going on with him um and him being able in Kobe to articulate uh the metrics that were he that he was using to um to uh, I'm reading it. there's the math part please um it's it's pretty simple teamwork equals mathematics it divides the effort as to the efficiency subtracts selfishness which multiplies the reward bang that's <laughs> knowledge bro that's so much knowledge um torino it it's just been an absolute pleasure to watch your growth man ever since may, i think that was 2008 we were at pali i want to yeah. say been a was while. it It's been a while, man. Started I think it was, yeah. And it's just been so cool to watch how you have grown into yourself and become an inspired athlete, inspired leader, you know, and you continue you continue that journey. And I love it. I'm so glad to call you my friend and colleague and um I'm just real proud of you, man. And um you know, I just really appreciate you for always being in my corner and encouraging me to to be an inspired leader myself, man. It's it's been uh, it's been truly an honor. It's it's an incredible grind and growth journey. and so you know what good is it if you aren't able to celebrate other people's success and so like i said man i get more excited about the things that my friends are doing than what i um uh, you know the accolades that's cool but that's not what i out to do so you know the passion will get you to where you want to go but i think at some point your knowledge has to catch up with your passion <laughs> hey, I I need you to come on my podcast soon, man. We got to make that happen. So that that that's happening, okay? Oh man, you know, just let me know the date and I'm there. All right, cool, man. Cool. Hey, uh before I let you go, man, just just tell people how they can follow you or best support you. Oh man, um we're act I'm active on social media. It's usually my name, Coach Torino Johnson, or just Torino Johnson. Um You know, I'm at Cal State Los Angeles. I'm the head women's basketball coach. I'm also an assistant coach under Mike Brown for the Nigerian men's national team. So, there's so many things uh and people that you can connect with that are connected to me. So, you know, any one of those would suffice. Hey, I appreciate you and love you, Torino. Thank you so much for being a part of this, man. I love you too, brother. Appreciate the invite.
Peace and blessings, man. We'll, we'll talk soon. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Thank you. Oh, man. So cool. Everyone is just like, just so full of light. It's kind of like the, the little runner guy, right? Like the, the, it's coming out of the heart, you know, or like right there. Right. Um, JT the Bolt, let's go. What's up, man? What's Good up, to see bro? you, brother. Hey, Been looking JT, forward to this for a Kate, long time. Kate, JT. Hey, JT. What's up, Kate? Good to see you. <laughs> you too. Uh, JT, thanks so much for your patience and being a part of this. And um, man, this is a, truly a full circle moment for me, for everybody listening. JT was my very first business coach. And I used to listen to you every morning, man. I'm drinking my coffee, trying to figure out what I'm all about, trying to figure out how to make money, trying to figure out how to create freedom for myself. You were in my ear, man. And I just, I'm such a fan of you. I will always be a fan of you. Thank you so much for being a part of this project, man. Hey, brother, it goes both ways. Huge fan of, huge fan of everything you've done to this point, man. I remember those conversations we were having, you were just kind of like, picking it up starting the business end of, of life trying to figure out what direction that was going to go in and then it came out let's came go this. you know what i'm saying like <laughs> that's amazing that's truly a, an amazing thing and i will say this for anybody who's you know had any experience with you they would say the same thing they just feel kind of drawn into your inspiration the the role model that you are as far as you know like a true leader and the person that shows up to help other people do their thing. So way to carry it forward, bro. I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much, JT. Um, we got limited time. So I, yeah. here's what I would like you to talk about for a second. Going from a, a Navy pilot, taking that, because to me, that's an inspired athlete, being able to operate a plane like that, go, taking that experience and using that, carrying that forward to propel you into the business world and to, into the leadership world kind of connect those dots there because I really want to make this idea of the inspired athlete relatable. Sure, man. Um, I love that you referred to aviation as being athletics, you know, being, being a, almost like being an athlete, which it truly is in the sense that there's the physical, you've got to be physically prepared. You have to be mentally prepared. You have to be academically prepared. And by that, what I mean is you got to kind of know your craft. There's so much technical knowledge that goes into flying airplanes, but on the surface of it, what most people probably don't get because they see it in the movies, you know, they see Top Gun and all this kind of stuff. They think that's what Navy pilot life is like. It's really about very much like that almost stoic approach that an athlete has to have. It's the it's not just, you know, wanting to truly perform at a very high level, but being a part of the team. And that was one thing I loved, loved about flying in the Navy, man. I had so many cool people around me. I had people that served underneath me. They were, you know, like kind of in the lower ranks that that I was inspired by every single day i knew i had to live up to what they needed in a leader every single day i had my peers my buddies that you know they were the guys that i hung out with and you know the dudes that that got me through some really tough times as well i had to show up and be the best version of that for them just like an athlete would in a team you know a sports team and then of course you've got your superior officers and the people that you look up to that are served truly as mentors and again, you want to you want to live up and be the best you can. So there's so many correlations to being an inspired athlete on the sports field as much as there is in the cockpit of an airplane. And I was really blessed early in my business career when I made the transition out of the military. I had somebody say, bro, you have got to get away from this idea of being a business guy and bring that aviation experience, bring that leadership experience to being a naval officer to the forefront because a lot of people can benefit and learn from that. And to be honest, Aaron, I'll be honest, man. I, I didn't see it. I was like, are you kidding? Like, who's really going to follow that? And to this day, I'm still, 
I'm honored by it. I'm a little bit humbled by it because it's like, how did that even play itself out? And I, I could just say that the truly your example of like, what well, you're talking about like this being like an athletic sport. It is so true, man. And I think life is just like that. That's how come people get fired up about sports. They get fired up about athletes because they can kind of see themselves in the Kobe Bryant's in the Tom Brady's in, you know, the, uh, Gabby Reese's and all these people that are just like totally out there crushing it in their for, in their field. So, I, I mean, we could talk about this all day. I know we got <laughs> limited time, but for sure, it's exciting stuff. No, it's great. It's great. Um, Kate, do you want to jump in on any of the leadership stuff? I'm I'm a little pressed for time, but I want to let you jump in. Yeah, for sure. Um, so with leadership, what is your personal routine or what techniques do you do for mindset training and to really step into that role and embody leadership? Awesome uh, question, Kate. I personally, my biggest thing for the mindset piece, because that's probably the most important thing as far as leadership is, number one, you have to get super clear on who you want to be as a leader. Create that identity as a leader, right? And true for athletics, but very, very true for leadership and business. So early on, I didn't know what that was. I had to kind of default back to what worked for me. Uh, so even now to this day, when I, first thing in the morning, when I wake up, very first thing I do, like when my eyes pop up, I give just a quick gratitude uh, prayer, if you want to call it that. I just think about it. I'm like, dude, I am so grateful I woke up. Like, how freaking awesome is this? Another day, especially if it's a Monday. I love Mondays, man. Love Mondays, love Fridays. I don't care. Give me a Tuesday, throw a Wednesday in there. That's fine. It doesn't matter to me, but it just waking up is pretty badass. Get up. Uh, get some coffee going, sit down and read, uh, you know, fill my brain with some good stuff with a book. I prefer nonfiction, but there's some great stuff out there that uh, has kind of like a narrative fiction, if you will. So it's our narrative nonfiction. So it reads like a story, but it's actually, uh, you know, got life lessons, leadership lessons. And then the, the next thing I'm off to is kind of in that creative space. So this is, you know, you got to think the first 90 minutes of the day. And then as soon as I can, um, I throw on the weighted vest, get outside in the elements, go for a walk about 45 minutes, half hour. And I uh, just get the blood pumping. And then somewhere throughout the middle of the day, I'll get into the gym and actually grind it out pretty hard. Uh, but that's kind of how I start off the day. The biggest thing I will say to this, Kate, too, is I, it's when I was talking about, hey, get clear on what that identity as a leader is. My other thought is, how the heck can I take what I'm doing right now and help somebody with it? It doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't mean, hey, I'm going to help the next Aaron Wexler launch a business and write a book, right? It's not necessarily about that. Sometimes it's the person that's like, hey, I'm really stuck. Can you help me with my target market? Can you help me with my brand messaging? Can you help me with my, how I show up to, to lead my team and the corporation I'm working in? The smallest things make the biggest difference. And so my focus is what can I do today to help another person make that next step? Wow. I love it. JT, <laughs> I, I have to, I have to kind of press you to do another live event, man. You got to do it. Like you have so much knowledge. You have so much motivation and inspiration energy inside you that I, I'm just going to stay on you to just keep just nudging you. This is more of a nudge. I want to nudge you to keep, because when I went to that live event, uh, I just, like, I had the intention to go. I was obviously a fan, you know, and I was like, I got to go see this guy. And um, the, the energy that you brought, it really inspired me, man. So if it inspired me, that means it inspired somebody else, too. You know, so do you have any yeah, plans yeah. for more live events or anything like that? Direct answer is yes. Absolutely. Okay, good. <laughs> so a couple of things just to be aware of the podcast. We we reformatted it slightly, just a small tweak. It was one thing I knew that I was going to that I wanted to do from the very beginning, but I kind of launched it. I was one of those people. I just believe in kind of flying by the seat of your pants, do going with what you got right. Minimum viable. Get it out there. 
took a step back and was like, all right, that was awesome. Let's fix it. So we're tweaking that, bringing on a new um, program. Uh, I can't talk much about it right now, but, but you guys will know. And is and that program is going to have live uh, event elements to it. So there'll be regular live events coming at it, both virtual Perfect. and in person. So good to your, hear. your wish is my command, brother. Okay, good, good. Because the world needs your gifts. The world Appreciate needs that. your energy. And um, I just, I'm just very, very grateful for you, man. And I'm a, uh, I'm a little over our time, but I just, just before I go, man, just, uh, just, sh just tell people how they can uh, follow you or connect with you or best support you. I appreciate that. Right now, the best thing is just follow me here on social. My name, JT DeBolt, is the pretty much best way to do it. Stay tuned. There'll be some cool stuff coming out, and uh, you know, I'll just be, I'll just be going back to the book every now and then. Sorry, you, did I plug this? Was it a shameless plug? Do we do anything? Yeah, it's awesome. All right, man. You, 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 bro. I just love you, man. I got a special place in my heart for you, man. And and we we will connect soon. And um and let's talk business too, man. Because you just you're you're the guy, bro. Like honestly, like I just I can't talk enough about you. You know, you're you have something special inside you. You know, like that. Like I keep referencing the logo, that little light. You got yeah, yeah. that, bro. That's I in that's in that, there. Man. Thank you, you know? very much. As do you. I appreciate Thank it, brother. You. I appreciate you pushing me. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate you pushing me. We'll connect soon, all right? Thanks for being a Roger part of this. that. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Kate. Good to see Bye. you. You too. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love it. Oh, man. All right. So the next person we got is going to be Prince, Prince Daniels Jr. Let's see if he's in here. Um, while I'm looking, Kate, plug, plug something. <laughs> plug something. All right, I'm going to ask you a question because I don't want people to think I was ignoring the questions. Um, one question was, how did you collect the athletes for the book? Ah, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, and if Prince Daniels Jr., if you're listening, uh, just click request to join. Holly McPeak, I see you too. I'd love to get you in. Um, so we're, we're going to try to get everyone in here pretty soon. Um, how did I select the athletes? You know what I did? I looked around my, uh, my circle of influence, and I realized I was just surrounded by champions, right? <laughs> like, seriously, like, in you know, my sport is beach volleyball, but – like there's all these people, like even like um, Kenny Lofton, who's a legendary baseball player. He's in my circle. I was just looking at my circle and I was like really proud of myself. First of all, I'm like, look, way to surround yourself with champion. <laughs> like David Meltzer, that's a champion yep. in business, right? JT DeBolt, yep. that's a champion of business. Mm -hmm. So uh, I just, I said, you know what? Holly McPeak, who I'm about to have on in a second. And Holly, please stick around. Um, I was like, I just, I'm surrounded by champions. I, I should go connect. Mm -hmm. Right. It's one thing to be surrounded. It's another thing to go connect and create more rapport and an actual an actual relationship. Mm -hmm. So I just went about that process, you know, and it wasn't easy because everyone's on different schedules and time zones and everyone's got their own thing going on. But I just did a whole bunch of reaching out. And um, yeah, and that's how I did that. That's awesome. And uh, what would you say is the best way for people to support you and to help promote the book, essentially, to get it out there? Yes, that's a great question. And Prince, I'm going to get you in in one second. I see you. The best way to support me is to go today on Amazon and, and purchase the book, The Inspired Athlete. And then if you want to get this pyramid, um, the pyramid of inspired living, you go to uh, theinspiredathlete.com. And you can grab that pyramid. You can also get this shirt. But the best way to do that is to go to the Amazon link today. I'm, I'm really trying to alert the algorithm to get that going. And follow me on socials and, and stay connected. So, yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. And let's, uh, let's get Prince Daniels Jr. in here. 
uh, former NFL player, and uh, th he's going to be right up your alley, Kate. Like, meditation. <laughs> Let's go, Prince. Let's Yo. go. <laughs> What's going on? How you doing, bro? I'm doing amazing. And yourself? Oh, man. Thank you so much for being a part of this. Prince, meet Kate. Oh, Kate, meet Prince. Hi, Prince. Kate, how you Hi. doing? <laughs> you guys have to connect. I mean, look, look at the light in, in our logos. The light in the heart. <laughs> right, in the right. right. That's and, what, that's and I just have starts, to start baby. by I have to start with gratitude, man. Thank you so much for inspiring me to oh, write man. a book and to follow through and to do a live uh, launch like this too. <laughs> you know, I you did it, and I, I do you remember that day when you launched, and I I was like getting emotional because I was like I, I'm there too, man. Right, right, right. Most definitely. And here we are. <laughs> and here we are, man. Years <laughs> later, this is beautiful, and this is what it's about, man. You know, passing it forward, passing it on, passing the torch, making sure that the next athlete can be inspired, right? I, I, I'll say this. It's a book drop, too. Um, so we, since our spirit is inside of us, the word inspiration comes from two words, in and spirit. And so for you to use your inspiration to inspire other athletes is magnanimous and beautiful, man. So I'm proud of you. I'm championing you, man. Thank you for... Uh, being influenced and inspired by my my book, and then you taking the torch and going and and doing it yourself. So, oh man, that means a lot, you, bro. Brother. That means a lot. Thank you so much. I'm gonna. Um, I've been talking a lot, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna hand it off to Kate for this. But Kate, I'm going to. I'm going to implore that you ask Prince something about mindfulness because Prince uh, has spent a lot of time uh, in meditation, studying meditation in a monastery, you could even talk about that. But yeah, Kate, here, here's the baton. <laughs> okay, awesome. All right, Prince. So um, I teach Qigong moving meditation. So I guess that'll be my first question is if you do anything like that, Tai Chi, Qigong, just any form of moving meditation. Um, yes, my moving meditation is running, um, Tai Chi as well, and, uh, and then life. <laughs> yeah, my life is constantly like a, a moving meditation. Uh, I am constantly uh, looking to stay focused on my goal, but at the same time, there are perfect distractions that take me away from uh, being on that road to my goal. So what do I do? I just remind myself to gently come back to where my focus is uh, and, and stay focused on that because that's what a meditation is. You know, always bringing your mind right back to that <laughs> number one focus. And so you have to do that in life. And once you understand that life is just an elongated meditation, then you start to understand like, oh, okay, bringing the mind back to the focus, whether it's a movement meditation, sitting meditation, floating meditation, all the other meditations that there are, laughing meditation, <laughs> you know, every single thing. Um, you, you just understand that you are constantly in flow. Mm, oh, that's so my language. And so what would you say have been the biggest benefits from being in flow state and doing a regular meditation practice? The learning part, the learning part and the implementation. Um, with flow, you are not trying to do anything. You're going with the flow. You're being fluid. You're moving. It's like, a, it's like the analogy that I like to use about a ship. Um, when you practice mindfulness and flow and uh, you're looking to anchor yourself. And so when you when we think of an anchor, we think of an anchor on the ship. And so what happens? The anchor, the, the ship drops the anchor. Now 
the ship is 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 still moving, but it's not drifting. So it's flowing fluidly on top of the water, but it's not drifting. But once the anchor comes up and the ship finds its direction, then it goes in that direction and it doesn't drift. It has wasted energy. Uh, I mean, there's no wasted energy, excuse me. There's no wasted energy and you know exactly where you want to go. So that's the same analogy when it comes to mindfulness and meditation. You know, learn how to anchor yourself. And once you do that, learn how to stay in the flow. And when you know exactly what direction you want to go in, lift that anchor up and go in that direction. No waste of energy. Oh, so beautiful. I love it. It's definitely speaking our language. <laughs> yeah. Aaron, I'm sure questions too <laughs> oh i i always have i mean the podcast i think that was the longest podcast i've done was with prince i mean we did like a two-hour podcast but um you yeah, know I, definitely could, could you prince could what you make yeah could you briefly talk about your experiences at the monastery um and how you use that to who you are now and and the basically i want to ask how that created a path towards the new Prince Daniels Jr. Mm. And so um, going to the monastery was like my last lifeline. Um, I tried to commit suicide some years back um, after I played in the NFL um, due to um, being released from the NFL and suffering a self-identity crisis, which led to a depression. Then the depression led to a self, uh, uh, suicidal ideation, uh, suicidal thoughts, suicidal attempt. And um, luckily, I'm here today, you know, to share my story. And so uh, the monastery allowed for me to become more familiar with who I am and see myself and be proud of myself and accept myself for who I am before I look to be accepted by someone else. And that really helped mentally me and psychologically uh, because for a long time, I didn't know who I was. I identified myself with the sport or what I did not who I am and, you know, identify myself with my occupation. So um, going to monastery, I went to the monastery due to two of my uncles. They were part of the monastery. They were going there. So I just followed suit. Just seemed very natural and trustworthy. Uh, while there, I had an opportunity to hear silence. I had an opportunity to, to to dive into me, I had an opportunity to see the energy inside of me, the inner good, the inner greatness, the inner God, the inner genius inside of me. And once I, I connected with that light, that illumination, you know, not only did my mind become illuminated, but my whole body and my whole spirit. And so I, I became extremely happy and I wanted to share this uh, knowledge with others so they can grow as well because our overall purpose whether somebody tries to dub a purpose for themselves or uh, you know, just create a purpose. Our overall purpose is to help each other evolve. That's what the whole purpose is, helping each other evolve. You see a flower on the ground, don't go to pick the flower up, admire the beauty of the flower because the minute you pick the flower, you stop the evolution of the flower. Wow. So the same thing happens with a child, the same thing happens with adults. We were once children before, but understand that no matter what you go through, we all have dreams. And so if someone has a dream and they want to share with you that they want to write a book, 
Like, you're not there to stifle their growth. You're not there to stop their evolution. You're there to help advance their evolution. And when you can do that, you're living in your purpose. And so these are the things that I learned at the monastery, man, that allow for me to um, just really regulate my emotions and understand how I interact with the world. Beautiful. Wow. Yeah, so beautiful. So yeah. beautiful. Amen, brother. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> oh, you know, um, and, and let's just carry that a little further. Um, the idea of staying inspired, right? That, mm. That's that's the message that kind of came through to me when I was, you know, deciding to write this book and, and allowing that message to come through me. That's yeah. really what I'd like to get across Ooh, is yeah. I didn't really write, write these words. Mm. I mean, yes, it was me typing it in, but right. these messages came through me, mm. you know, yeah. and and I got my place into a state where I could receive, mm. right? And and I used meditation and I used getting quiet and I, I tried to, um, you know, get into a, I tried to like not worry about other people in my process, right? Because mm. it, it, it's difficult, right? As you know, as an author, you know, it's, it's challenging, right? You got all these opinions, you got all these this energy coming at you. I was hoping you could just touch on the idea of staying inspired, right? And, and um, you know, we, we were just talking with Tribe Warren, who's an Olympian beach volleyball player, who was talking about staying ready. And, you know, as athletes, that's what we have to do, right? We have yeah. to stay ready, we're so ready for the call, ready. right? Right. But staying inspired, mm. what does that mean? How does that resonate with you? Oof. Well, your spirit is within you. So if you look at it from a descending order on a hierarchy or uh, uh, um, like concept, it would be spirit is at the top, mind is underneath it, and body falls underneath every single thing. And so your spirit gets the spark to tell your mind what to do. And then your mind tells your body what to do. And so when it comes to inspiration, it is always happening no matter what. Your spirit is alive and it's inside of you. So to be inspired is to look within. When you look within, you see your spirit. When you see your spirit, you wake up. It tells your mind, let's go. We got to get it. We got to go. We have a purpose. We have a mission. We, got, we have to accomplish this. We only have so many days you know, in the year, we only have so many hours in the days. We only have so many minutes in the hours. We only have so many seconds in the minutes, right? You start to break things down all the way, all the way down to the molecular and cellular level to understand you are always that spark of inspiration. Get your ASS up <laughs> and follow that. I heard the guy before me, he said that, uh, he gives a moment of gratitude. Well, if you want to be great, you got to be grateful. Grateful for the things that you have. Grateful for who you are in life. Grateful for your presence. Grateful to be able to be present in life and share your gift and your wisdom with other people. And so my message to you and everybody else, you know, wake up. Be inspired. How? By looking within. When you look within, you'll see yourself, not just in the mirror, but see yourself within. And when you do that, you see your confidence, your courage, your, your intrepidness, your bravado. You see it all. And when you open your eyes, you, you a song plays. And you can't tell by the way I roll. No. <laughs> <laughs> ha, 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 ha. 
Stand alive, <laughs> right? And so, <laughs> stand alive. I, I didn't, I didn't mean to break down the vocals on on here, but <laughs> just wanted you to know that that spirit is in you. And so, when you want to become inspired, you look within you and you make sure that you say, "I'm grateful to be alive. I'm grateful to breathe." Once you understand that, then you understand that spirit means breath. Every breath that you take, be grateful for it. That's how you become inspired. So eloquently said, bro. Kate, do you want to respond to that? <laughs> I'm just a little I'm just excited. I love the singing. I think that's <laughs> <laughs> just hey. I'm so grateful you're here and sharing all this because we need more people with that mentality, that energy and that experience and that wisdom. And that's what mm -hmm. I love about all this stuff with meditation. It taps you into the wisdom and the truth and you get to just radiate joy and it's contagious. You're you're mm -hmm. super contagious. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I want to remind people, you don't have to be a certain way. A monk doesn't have to look a certain way. I lived at a monastery, but a monk doesn't have to look like uh, dressed in garb, whether it's orange, blue, brown, purple. It, you don't have to look a certain way. You don't have to act a certain way. Just understand, just learn how to manage and balance your power and your peace. Balance your power and your peace, whether you want to sing, stand alive, whether you want to get serious and speak into people's spirit and tell them about mindfulness and meditation and why it's so important for their livelihood to help you advance, to help you evolve, to help you understand that once you start to go within, you go up. And when you go up, you elevate. And once you have elevated thoughts, then you have elevated actions that follow. And then you start to make the difference in the world. Then you start to connect with your frequency and your vibrations and your waves. And you do the things that you need to do to make the difference that you need to make every single day. Man. So amazing. So, <laughs> so beautiful. And, and just to play off that a little bit, you know, the whole idea for me about staying inspired, which I talk about a lot in the book and, and Kate and I talk about this all the time is that connection to, to the, the most high, but not just mm. spirit, the galactic love, mm. right? Yeah. Like, and, and, and I just want to touch on love for a second, right? We yeah. have, this is the, the first chapter in the book, right? There's self-love, mm. there's love for others, there's love for our craft, there's yes. unconditional love, and then there's cosmic love. Mm, you, got, you took it to the cosmic level. Yeah, I okay, did. I went there, okay. man, because I, I, I used to think unconditional love was the top. Because unconditional mm. love, if you think about it, that's actually pretty challenging. To love someone or something regardless of what they did or what the conditions might be around that thing. Unconditional love, that's a beautiful concept, right? Beautiful concept. That's beautiful. But let's take it to cosmic love. Cosmic mm. love is actually beyond that. That's mm. everything. That's when you go look up at the night sky and you're like, yes, I am a, I am a part of all of that. And yes. I'm connected to all of that. And yes. then when you, challenge, when you channel that energy and you tap into cosmic love, mm. all that other love just is like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a part of you. And that's why I put, the, the, I, I put that white, like right in the heart space, right? Because that's, if we can just feel that, that to me is staying inspired. That to mm. me is like, if I can get to that place first, then I can go out and do my sport. Then I can yeah. go out and do my business. Then I can go out and write books. Then I can mm. go out and, and, and sing songs and do it from that place first. Mm. Mm. You know what mm. I'm saying? Yes, man. Man, you got me inspired to write my next two books, man. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm ready to go. Let's go. Cosmic love, man. Cosmic love, man. Such beautiful love, man. Um, I, I share this. We 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 receive cosmic energy uh, and cosmic love every night uh, when we go to sleep, and everybody in the in the universe does. That's why it's important for us to get sleep so we can get that cosmic energy to help us in and and our next day to day activities. Uh, because we have our purpose. That's why we plan the night before. So that way we don't waste our energy and and just blindly roaming throughout the day. So everyone receives cosmic energy at night. But when you practice mindfulness, when you practice meditation, when you practice silence, when you learn how to reserve your energy, you you receive an, uh, an abundance amount of cosmic energy. Cosmic, and when you have an abundance amount of cosmic energy, that energy has to go somewhere. So that energy turns into love. And when it turns into love, like you said, that cosmic energy flows in. And man, you can feel the connection. You understand that we are connected by this invisible web, but we're consciously connected on every single level that we can imagine. We just have to tap into it. Yes, man. Man, I'm I'm way over time here, but we, we could continue this on and on. And we should do a part two because this is all three of us, because this is a beautiful conversation. Um, Prince, before I before I let you go, man, um, do a plug for your own book. Do a plug for anything else you'd like. Uh, how can people best connect with you and support you? Man, that's awesome. My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Look, I'm the author of Mindfulness for the Ultimate Athlete, Mastering the Balance Between power and peace make sure you find your power and you can balance your peace Look, check out my book man it is an incredible book i wrote it. it took me about five years to write it but it's telling athletes how to tap into their supreme confidence and be the best individual that they can possibly be and take your game to a higher level we plateau at the mind because we learn about the body and the mind but nobody has merge the spirit in there and if they did they haven't done it like i've done it so check out book the book mindfulness for the ultimate athlete you will love it um practice the exercises in there and you'll see uh change within yourself so make sure that you implement the exercises and when you do you'll see results so thank you for that you can go and find me at prince adjr on instagram or you can just go check out my website and just figure out all of my Insta I mean, my social media handles. I'm doing a lot of things right now, um, coaching, doing events and um, speeches. So I'll go around doing speaking and coaching and events. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have some incredible events this upcoming year. So it's going to be spectacular. going to be in San Diego. Um, um, but you can find me at my website. Excuse me, I know I didn't plug that in at www.princedanielsjr.com. I say that again: Prince Daniels with an S Jr.com. Find me, find everything that I'm doing. I love to keep inspiring everybody. I use my internal spirit to inspire the next athlete. So, Aaron, I appreciate you, and Kate, and Kate, right? Yes, yes. Kate, Kate, I appreciate you as well. Thank you for your tender heart and your tender spirit. So um, you um, keep shining bright. Yes, you too. That's it. <laughs>
yeah thank you so much prince and and uh we will do a part two to this I, i'm i'm just speaking that out there right now and prince i just feel so aligned and connected with you on a on a brother to brother soul to soul level uh, yeah. I feel like we're just getting started in some collaborative efforts, man. Maybe maybe some retreats or something like that. I don't know. So, there's something there. Let's make it happen, man. You know, cool, nothing man. to it but to do it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, again, I appreciate you, and uh, we'll be in touch, okay? Thank you that again for good, coming brother. on today. Congratulations, man. Thank you, man. <laughs> You're welcome, brother. Appreciate you. <laughs> appreciate it. Bye, friends. <laughs> Brian Kate, have a good one. You Oof. too. All right. Wow. Um, uh -huh. Wow. He's unreal. Oh my gosh, I love I him. I want to be friends uh, with him. <laughs> can we be friends? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we can be. Yeah, he he's amazing, and um, yeah, you know, and and go. Thanks, Prince. You know, and and going back to the question that you asked me before, which is how how I chose the all the athletes to be a part of the the project. Um, I think it was during the pandemic where I had a bunch of time on my hands. Right, we all had time, and I I was doing a, a lot of research, and I found Prince. I think on during the pandemic. And I really just vibe with him. I just connected with his energy, you know? And I was like, this guy, I got to connect with this guy. He's, yeah. he's speaking my language. And, mm -hmm. and you know, obviously you can tell he, his vibration is just such, such a, it's, it, it's such based out of his heart, you yeah. know? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's unbelievable. Energy yeah. doesn't, it's a language. And you can just, it, he's, his energy speaks for himself. You know, it's beautiful. Yeah. And I think, I think that's the, the answer right there. I'm, I'm, I was looking for people who not, who, you know, yes, I was looking for champions, yeah, people who have found success, but I was looking for people who are heart-based. Mm. You know? Well done. You definitely did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and people who could see a bigger picture because, you know, yes, the inspired athlete likes to win, right? But the inspired athlete sees a bigger picture than winning and losing. Mm -hmm. Right, right. You know, winning, it, winning and losing is, is definitely a part of the journey Mm -hmm. but but there's so much more absolutely right you know? mm -hmm. so so yeah so um yeah go ahead i just say do you have do you have any more speakers coming on sir well i'm supposed to have anthony davis I'm, I'm way over time so anthony if you're there uh click request i'm not sure if he's still there but um holly mcpeak may come in a little later i think she was running a little late um but i would just like to take a little time first of all to decompress from all those people that was that was really cool. Um, and, and just kind of give you another chance to, to say anything or, or plug anything. Yeah, I definitely wanted to ask you, in the process of writing the book, what was the, the biggest challenge? And then what was the biggest blessing? Like something you just didn't really expect to get out of that experience? I'm so glad you asked me that. I have a whole section of notes on that. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest challenge for me um, was coordinating, well, a couple couple of big challenges. The, the first one was coordinating with my writing coach. And I, I, I have to mention my writing coach, Brian Gruber. I just released a podcast episode where Brian and I go in depth about the whole writing process of the book. But he lives in Thailand. And I met coach Brian in Thailand when I was there in 2019, and just immediately connected with him. And, um, and so basically, the, the long story short, he was offering a creative writing workshop. I took that workshop and I had so much fun. There was like 20 people in there. It was an ashram on the water in Thailand, like a postcard. It was so beautiful and so vibey and all these people from around the world. Right. And one of his offerings was, hey, if you if you have a project, 
um, I'd, I'd be happy to take a look at it for free and give you an hour consultation. So we looked at my project. I, this was all an outline. Th this basically was an outline at the time. And he said, oh, you have something here. This is a cool idea. And I ended up hiring him and we started working together. So that was a challenge in terms of coordinating because now you have to you have big time change, you know, and uh, so that, that was a challenge. The other challenge was battling and this could be uh, very relatable to anybody, uh, even you actually working on your project, battling self doubt. Mm -hmm. You know, battling self doubt was tough, right. And in the middle of this project, I'd like to share that I almost stopped. Mm. Right, I almost stopped. Um, because I, uh, what's up, Craig, I see you still in there. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I almost stopped and, and I'll share this. Uh, this is a little bit of uh, vulnerability here. But I was like, I'm not a writer. Who am I to think I'm a writer? Who am I to think I have a message that 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 is worth sharing? You know, I, I had to battle those the I don't know if you want to call them demons, but that was a challenge. I had to do a lot of self mirror work i had to look at myself in the mirror there's there's a couple sections in the book where i i talk about where i remember i talked about earlier slipping on banana bananas you know like yeah i i mm -hmm. i slipped on a few bananas and i had to figure out if i was going to share that in the book and i ended up mm -hmm. i ended up taking quite a bit of time and i decided yeah i'm going to share i am going to share and the reason why is because you know what if this can help someone else along the way then that's great i would feel great about that yeah. I think a lot of people, a lot of people slip on bananas mm -hmm. and they just get quiet and they get ashamed. And I, I was, it took me a, probably over a decade to realize that I don't need to feel ashamed by making a mistake, right? I made some mistakes and it took me a long time, but now I'm at a place where I'm like, you know what? I, I'm ready to share. I'm ready mm -hmm. to share those mistakes and, and talk about them and, and, the main message is like when you slip on a banana that's okay it's all good you know you can hop right up and you can navigate a little better next time mm -hmm. beautiful and then do you have any advice for other writers and people that just want to create content in general mm, yes so glad you asked yeah i mean you know the biggest thing i'd say too is um on that you know craig speaking of craig siegel Craig always talks about, uh, you know, taking action before clarity. You just go, just, just take action. You don't need clarity to, to take action. And I, I hear what he's trying to say on that, but I think I would challenge that. And I would say it's important to get, to take some time to get clear. Um, it's okay to not go so fast, you know, like, I, and Craig, if you are listening, I'm not hating on you because you have momentum. Once you have momentum, it's good to get on the gas pedal and go. But when you don't have momentum, I think it's actually okay to take your time and to just chill and to really get clear on what you're trying to be about and who you are trying to become, mm -hmm. right? Because if you don't know that and you're just going really fast, that, that can be tough. So as a content creator, as someone who's trying to put content out there, whether it's a book, a podcast, a movie, even IG lives like this, I think it's really important to get quiet and find your own clarity and, and figure out the vibration and energy you would like to put out there. What energy do you want to, to, um, to have other people like receive, mm -hmm. you know, how uh, you, you can't control how they're going to receive it, but you can control what kind of energy of 
your output is going to be. So I would say take some time, get quiet, do a lot of note taking. I actually like the, the verbal note taking on voice memos on your phone. Sometimes when I'm on a walk or something, I'll have an idea and I just like, I'll just record it, mm. you know? So I think that's really good. Um, but then the last thing, I know I'm rambling, but then the last thing I'd like to say about that is creating a team. Mm. A content creator is, it's gonna be tough to do it by yourself, mm. right? And that's why I asked you to help me today, right? Like, and, and I asked all these people to come on because the, the power of team is, it, there, there's something to that. It's, it's really hard to do it all by yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And do you yeah. plan on your book? Do I plan on what? Writing another book? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually have already started the, the process of writing another book. And, and I'll, I'll share my process quickly here. Um, the process I do for writing um, I do something called, uh, there's two things. I do something called mind dumping, <laughs> where you just kind of like get all your thoughts out. It doesn't have to be grammatic, grammatically correct. The spelling could be all off. You just get it all on paper, right? It could be all, it could be jumbled. It could be poetry, whatever, the, however the content comes out. So I do mm -hmm. mind dumping, but then I do some uh, practice called automatic writing. Automatic writing is, um, it's a practice of getting real quiet first, that quiet, that meditation, getting quiet and allowing those messages and the words and the phrases and the formatting to come through you. That's yeah. more of a spiritual concept, but that happens through meditation and practice because that's not easy to do. It's not easy to just allow words to come through you like that, especially for someone. This, this is my first project, right? I didn't, I didn't write a book before this. So I had to learn the process of automatic writing. And again, there were some days where I just did not feel like writing or I actually wanted to stop, you know? So, but yeah, anyway, I'm rambling, but yeah, that's, th those are some of the things that come to mind. Mm -hmm. Awesome. It's amazing. Yeah. Do you need yeah. to let um, people in? Is anybody waiting to get in? Uh, no one right now, but um, I, uh, I did want to just spend a little bit of time uh, just, just in case Holly McPeak wants to come in. I'm, I'm a big fan of Holly. So um, I actually wanted to spend a little time going through my whole team right here because I, I have a large team. and I, I, would, I know this is going to be recorded, and I just want to throw all these names out there. So um, just bear with me here, okay? Because this was such a personal project for me, Kate. As you know, you know you've been a part of this. But I'm going to start right away with someone we both know, David Meltzer. Yeah. You know, David Meltzer, I, can, I call him my business coach. And he's much more than that. Um, but bam, right away, David Meltzer shot out, you know, thank you. Thank you for just being a guiding light for me. Uh, we already mentioned Craig Siegel, my personal growth and mindset coach. He was the first guest on here. Thank you, Craig, you know, and, and both those guys. And again, going back to the recommendation for if you want to have a project, you know, get coaches, you know, um, both those guys and, and check them out on the paradigm, the paradigm shift. Um, those guys are awesome. They got so much energy and creative energy flowing through them. It's contagious, right? My spiritual advisor, Julie Bonnier, she is, she changed my life. She changed my life. Um, hard to talk about because it's so deep. But uh, to have a spiritual advisor, highly recommended. My writing coach, I mentioned Brian Gruber. Um, my written work editor, Tom Vader. My podcast editor, Ollie Thorpe. 
my book formatter, Alexandru Oprescu, uh, my book cover artist, M.A. Remon, my pyramid design artist, Haley Badanovov, my publicist, Bridget Sisko, my website designer, Christian Honer, my IG Live co-host, you, Kate Miranda, <laughs> uh, my first volleyball coach and life mentor, Mark Ozzozello, my, my headshot photographer, Bader Hauer, and my roommate, who I, I love, Alfred Brown. I would call that my team right there. And those 15 people have just given me nonstop love and support. And um, I got to throw mom and dad on there too, because they're just, I talk to them every day. So that's 17 people that I've just created a team around. And that's, that's really just helped me create this book. That's unbelievable. I love that, Aaron. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it feels, it feels really good. You know, and it's, um, uh, I mean, there's, there, I, I, God, there's so much more I want to say, but it's just like, I just want to take a minute and just be like, I know we're on two hours now. I'm just like, <laughs> it's just like, um, it's a very special thing, Kate, you know, when you, when you have a vision and you don't quite know how to do it, but you mm -hmm. just, you just, you just trust, you know, I think that's a big concept too, is trusting the universe to like these 15 people, you know? I didn't know how that was going to happen. Even me and you, we, I, I didn't plan for this thing to, to really to happen. I just asked the universe for help and the universe said, here's a team. Right. Oh, that's so amazing. And it is, it's all about trust. I mean, that's the whole process of creation. We have to co-create based out of trust and based out of faith and just like knowing and owning like, okay, this is going to show up. I believe it. I'm confident. I expect it. And I trust that everything's going to show up in perfect divine timing. And I love how everything came together for you. It's really beautiful and amazing very inspiring <laughs> oh thank you so much thank you um i i i think we can kind of wrap it up uh oh holly said 215 well i might just jump back on with holly but i would like to mention um the podcast right because what i did in the middle of this writing project was i stopped writing which my writing coach was like what are you doing bro what, what, what? <laughs> you're going off the plan here you know and that was i want to mention that because i was in the middle of uh 2020 pandemic and I started this podcast because what I, what happened is I was interviewing all these people but then lockdown right then we, we went on lockdown and so I did all these interviews by zoom mm -hmm. and I was still getting charged up just like Prince charged us up right there I was getting that feeling I, through all of these interviews I was doing right so I was like why sh why 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 would I wait for this the whole thing to be published um, to get these interviews out. Why should, why don't I just get them out now? Mm -hmm. They don't have to be perfect. Right. You know? Um, mm -hmm. so that's, that's when I, that's when I decided to start a podcast. Mm -hmm. And I would like to just say this, that that podcast within the game has opened up my life in a way that I did not imagine. I didn't think that that was going to happen, you know? Um, and the whole idea of podcasting, like going back to like, first-time writer I wasn't a writer I I, I was a, 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 a athlete and a coach and, a, and an entrepreneur a business owner but I didn't know how to write and then podcasting I was like wait what uh so what I did I know I'm rambling but stay with me please <laughs> um what I did is I just went to YouTube and I went to like the YouTube University and I just typed in how to write a book how to start a podcast and I just did all this how-to stuff and I just started learning and that's how I did it and um I told my writing coach, hey, look, you know, I, 
I know I'm in the middle of this writing process, but I would like to try to create an audience prior to releasing the book. You know, it doesn't have to be millions. That'd be cool. But even if it's a few people, then I could show that show the book to them, you know, mm -hmm. uh, when it's done. So, yeah. So I, I wanted to mention that part because sometimes you got to just take a leap of faith and just be like, there's an inspired nudge. I had an inspired nudge to start a podcast, take these interviews, take them on Zoom, find an editor, put it all together. And uh, and now I'm now I'm monetizing that. And that feels amazing. That's incredible. I love it. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. So. Whew. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually a pretty cool format. I've never done the, the three people like this. Yeah, I like that. Other than my phone dying on me <laughs> at the end there. I was like, oh, oh. did it? Oh, OK. <laughs> you know, we just we went a little longer, but it was worth it. It was amazing. Everybody was so inspiring and just incredible. Like, I can't wait to connect with these people more. So. It was great, Aaron. Really great. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, I really appreciate you being a part of it. Um, I'm actually going to hang out and wait for Holly. If you want to hang out a little more, too, if you have to run, that's totally fine. But um, uh, before you go, if, if you want to hang or whatever you want to do, what, what were some of your big takeaways today? Oh, my gosh. There's so many. Um, I was literally writing down quotes. Um, so many things. Just I love, I just love all the conversations about leadership. I love everything doing with energy. Like when people are talking about flow state and meditation, of course, that's the stuff that lights me up the most. I just love people talking about law of attraction and how everyone has such a different path and such a different career and, and different um, experiences, but coming to the same conclusions, the same, the same inspiration, the same, the same wisdom, you know, that the truth is the truth and it resonates. And you could hear it with all of the speakers. It was like, wow, powerhouses, everyone's got truth and wisdom. And when we all come together like that, that's just when we're unstoppable. So I just, I, I loved every drop of it. Honestly, it was beautiful. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's really fun. Great energy. So um, everybody radiated. It was like, Ooh, okay. Mm -hmm. Like you just know more about them. It's great. Mm hmm. Yeah, no, it's super. That's great. I know, and I'm so glad you uh, you're able to be a part of it. Um, why don't you Why don't you spend a little more time plugging your your project because this all of this actually fits and resonates with it. Yeah, absolutely. So my company is Dreamble Network, and I'm on Instagram, or you can check out the website. I have a few books I wrote on there, um, a lot of video content for sure, product line, um, spoken words. I teach Qigong. There's some Qigong videos on there. So again, just trying to really mainstream ancient healing practices and wisdom and really make this stuff approachable so that we're all doing it, because I truly, truly believe that we can manifest peace in our world. It's just a mathematical equation. It's enough of us doing the inner work, lifting our frequency, and working together collaboratively just like this just like what I saw today and so my next film coming out is manifest peace I'm so excited for that one and it's going to be a docu-series so anybody who wants to connect please reach out I'm always happy to talk to new people and yeah I'm, I'm just open like Aaron we just love this stuff we're both addicted to it and obsessed with it all yeah. it's a lifestyle it's not just something we do Monday through Friday you know it's seven days a week go 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 with this because it's our passion it's it's the truth you know and yeah. it's, it's unity consciousness and we need more of that so yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And just personally, Kate, just so you know, like, you know, how you've introduced me to the Qigong work and the energy work. I'm just grateful for that because I'm, I'm doing my own practice of that now. And um, I'm definitely ready for another session soon. Awesome. But, um, you know, that Qigong work, that energy work, it's, mm -hmm. it's now become a priority for me. Mm -hmm. it, it used to be secondary, right? Mm -hmm. um, but now, spiritual connection and energy work is prioritized in my life. And that's a huge, huge uh, lesson that I learned 
um, by connecting with you and by, you know, bringing this project to completion. But I just love that energy work, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I'm very grateful that you that you've opened up my uh, my field, mm. you know, through oh. that work. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is, in our industry, most people understand power of the mind and they, they've mastered their thoughts, they've mastered their mind. But a lot of people forget about the energy aspect of it. You know, like people have emotional intelligence and mental intelligence, but there's ener- energy intelligence. And it's when we master the energy, we become superhumans where we, we are so unstoppable and we really can access and harness the quantum field and be magnetic and radiate certain frequencies and align and vibrationally attract anything we want. It's like, wait, life gets way more easy, way more exciting and abundant and just magical. So it's like, why aren't we all doing this? Why weren't we taught this? And so I think you and I are in the same mission, same vision to get this stuff out there and teach people that it's not as hard as they think. And that if you master the mind and your energy, you can do literally anything. There's nothing that gets in your way except for yourself. And so I think that's just, it's time for humans to step into their power. Like that's where we're at, that's the next chapter for all of us. It's okay, we've been through a lot, we've done a lot of the healing stuff and we're still gonna continue on that path, but let's really step into our power and manifest something the world's never seen. Let's do Mm. something so so out of the box. So so that seems essentially impossible because we've both learned anything is possible. We just have to commit to it and and use energy and harness energy, so yeah. (laughs) Man, amen to that. And Dr. Joe Dispenza, if you're listening, That we're speaking your language now, so we want to connect with you. Yes. <laughs> Dr. Joe, yes. I've just actually been recently talking to his people, trying to get him in the next film. Let's so, go. Yeah. He had said yes. I saw on the cruise. I, I ran into him several times on, on that cruise. And he, he's like, yeah, I'll be in your movie. But then 2020 happened. So it's this thing I'm going to. I, I won't let up. You know me. I'll get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> going to attract Joe. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Kate, thank you. Love you. Appreciate you. Absolutely, Aaron. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> do you and want to stick around. Do you want to? You want to kind of do it for yourself? By, yeah. By? I'll, I'll just I'll go solo for a little okay. bit. But I, you know, thank you for giving me two hours of your time. I, I really do appreciate it. And um, and we'll we'll connect after this too. We'll we'll do a little decompress. But yeah. I do I do think you, Prince, and I should should revisit that conversation because that was that was very powerful. Yeah, I felt that wildly more than more than any of them. That was the one where I was like, "Oh my goodness, who is this person?" Like, we need to we need to collaborate. I could yeah. totally. Everyone was phenomenal, but yeah, he he's a he's a different frequency. You could feel it. Yeah, so, yeah. Not, yeah. I, I just want to reiterate, <laughs> not taking away anything from anyone else, but yeah, yeah. you know the the fact that you know everything that he's been through, you know, and going through a dark place to going to a monastery to now being able to share that. And to talk about that, it, it's it's very it's very beautiful, and okay. very um, very commendable. So yeah, we'll we'll revisit that for sure. Yeah. Awesome, Aaron. Sounds great. <laughs> All right, thanks so much, Kate. I appreciate you. All right, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Okay, talk soon. Bye. Hey, how you doing, bud? Congrats. I'm doing great, man. Thank you. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Yeah. Thanks for coming in for a few minutes, man. I appreciate it. You got it. Congratulations on your book, man. Exciting. Thank you so much, man. Thank you so much. So I got limited time. So let's just jump right in, man. Reed, I know it's been a long time, but first of all, I got to thank you for being a part of this project. Um, You were the very first podcast that I published and uh, it's still doing well. There's a lot of views on that thing. And um, remembering back, I know we talked a lot about finding your why. Uh, Do you remember that conversation? It was really fun. Yeah, it was at a it was at a time in my life where that was um, kind of front and center, 
And uh, yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, that was great, man. Um, so the whole idea of this project, the whole idea of staying inspired, right? <laughs> That's kind of the message that I kind of ran with with this book. What does that message mean to you as an athlete? Uh, so I think that's, that's a difficult, um, maintaining motivation is difficult, especially, uh, alone. So I guess in my journey post athletics, even into the business world and what, what I'm doing now, uh, it seems like we all have a much higher chance of reaching our goals. If, uh, we have a program, we have confidence that we're doing it right. Um, and if we can maintain uh, motivation and have accountability. So those last two things, um, I think the first two things are like, if you have a coach, you're dialed. <laughs> You've got a program uh, and you're getting feedback. But the last two things that it, when it uh, is about staying inspired, um, motivation and accountability, that typically uh, means or is easier with somebody else. So whether it be one person or multiple people. So to me, the inspired athlete is one that's has a team. Yeah. Um, and uh, iron sharpening iron. There's, there's a goal that a requires collaboration. And I think we're at our best in, in um, those spaces. I love it, Reed. I love it. And you've always been like a champion of, of champion mindset. Like when I think of champion mindset, I think of Reed Pretty, <laughs> you know, because, you know, you, you I know we talked about like a lot of uh, about finding your why, but like all these deep mindsets, to me, that's the whole idea of champion mindset. Carry that further because you are a champion, right? Having the gold medal is, is like the, um, it, it's just kind of like the icing on the cake, but you know, the champion mindset that went into that and how that continued to help you with your success. And it continues to help you with your su success now. Yeah. Champions mindset, that interesting idea. I think, um, at the end of the day, focus has got it. I mean, that's the first thing that comes to my mind is focus, uh, focus being a skill focus being something that, um, might not come naturally to most of us. And but it's a skill just like uh, building your bicep and building that muscle. Uh, it's a muscle that needs to be built and continually fed and fostered. And um, and so, yeah, I think, you know, athletes have such, I think, an advantage um, in terms of thriving in life uh, because of their experience in sports and playing for good coaches, bad coaches, playing with great teammates, bad teammates. Um, but this idea of having this clear idea of a desired outcome and then leveraging everything into it. And, um, you know, outside of athletics and all of my other pursuits, uh, I am, I am constantly trying to hone in and search for and discover what that, uh, what is the championship? What does it mean to win at life? Um, uh, what right. does that look like? How would I define it and how do I align everything else to get there. And I think that's what the, you know, the athletes, uh, champion athletes do is, is there's clarity, there's focus, and um, they basically do a great job of aligning all of the efforts in that direction. And so it creates its own momentum and uh, things become more possible. Um, and it all starts with just having clarity and focus and understanding what those driving forces are.
I love it, bro. I love it. You know, one of the highlights for my athletic uh, career is I got to compete against you. And even though you gave me a beat down, you know, it was it was really <laughs> cool to be uh, to be a part of that. Because when I, you know, uh, I've also trained against uh, April, April Ross and Alex Kleiman and Sarah Hughes recently. And all you guys, I'm putting you in that category, too, because all you guys have this this focus, like you said, that is really cool to just witness and be in the same energy field, even if I'm on the other side of the net. I think that's a really relatable thing to whatever anyone is trying to accomplish, right? That focus, like you're saying, that drop in, to drop in, to let everything else kind of, you know, just just go away for a little bit, right? And just really lock in on your craft. To me, that's part of the inspired athlete. That's what you're talking about. That's that's champion mindset stuff. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, what comes to mind is, is so golf is a pastime that I love. And, um, it, you know, I'm on the infant uh, side, pendulum of mastery. Uh, and it's so funny how many of people that I will encounter or play with regularly that will make comments like, man, you're always tr like, you're always fiddling with your swing. Like, why are you doing <laughs> that? Like, as if, you know, basically what they're saying is, is just accept where you're at. And I think that's the real difference is that I will, I, I don't, um, I'm pursuing body control and, and ball control, whether I'm playing volleyball or golf. And there's no way while I'm still breathing, I'm going to settle for what I have today. I'm always going to be trying to get a little bit better. How, can I look at it differently? And, and so I, I think the people that have that mindset where it's just like, just accept it. Just, just be who you are today. I'm not saying that I'm unhappy and I'm not comfortable in my own skin. Uh, but what drives me is and compels me is is um, getting, you know, 1% better, you know, just that little bit, just kind of just going one more. Can I get a half a stroke better? In, in fact, when I'm helping um, our athletes within in sand, we're trying to think of fractional points. It's a scoring game. At the end of the day, uh, it's not a performance. You're not being judged. So you know, what you look like, what you sound like, all of those things don't matter. All that matters is, did you score the point? And so there's actions within a point. Uh, so let's say offensive actions, there's, there's passing, setting, and hitting. Uh, the, so fractionally, if I get better at passing, I could fractionally start scoring more points. Uh, and I think that when we start to, for me, this, this might not be for everybody, but when I break things down into palatable smaller chunks that I can understand and sort of not control but get a hold of um, then it's so much easier for me to develop a plan to then go execute and in fact from a leadership standpoint within our company I have a bunch of athletes that work for me and it's just like as I break things down and get more clear and and give them the resources that they need it's like I could see the competitive juices just turn on and their productivity increase yeah man totally um hey i know we have limited time so i just want to yeah. let you just just plug just plug anything you want man you mentioned move move in sand right in or sand in, is the brand sand. yeah we we had to get move in sand because in sand.com wasn't available but i've since acquired it so in sand in sand yeah yeah man yeah no we're uh looking forward to the avp and in um the ap avp event coming up in November in sand's going to have its first league finals at that event. So uh, our athletes are going to get a chance to play on the AVP course, which we're excited about. That's super cool. Uh, 
but yeah, man. Yeah, if you're in town, we'll we'll go out for a workout on the sand. And uh, I'd love that. Yeah. I'd, I'd be honored. I'd be honored. And don't you have a mindset course as well? Uh, yeah, mxpmindset.com. Yep. It's time for me to get in there and, and redo it. We've we, I'm just we've learned so much. It's it's kind of like we've been in the field for five years. It's time to take those field notes and reapply because I feel like yeah. the course is already more developed. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's something you can always come up with a version two and a version three, and you can always just keep evolving that. So, yeah, man, very cool. Well, good luck today. I hope I uh, hope you hit Amazon bestseller, buddy. I'll get mine. Hey, thanks so much, man. I appreciate you uh, supporting me and being a part of the journey, man. Appreciate it. You got it. Take care, bud. Thanks, Reed. Bye. Bye. Uh, so cool. Let's see if we can get Holly McPeak in here. Holly, if you're listening, come on in. Let's get you in the IG live. This has been so fun. Holly, let's go. How are you? <laughs> I'm amazing. How are you? I'm great. So I'm in the car for picking up my son from school. So this No is worries at all. Thank you for making some time. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Yeah. So this whole talk and day has been a celebration of this book. And, you know, you're definitely uh, one of the people that comes to mind when I think of inspired athletes. Um, so let's jump right into that. What does that mean to you? How would you define the inspired athlete? Uh, a lot of what Reed said, um, you know, having a growth mindset, never settling, right? I mean, yes, it's, in it's important to embrace where you're at, but at the same time, keep wanting to evolve as an athlete. Um, I know I, whatever I'm doing, and I tell my son this all the time, whatever I'm doing, whether I'm in the kitchen, whether I'm on the beach, whether I'm coaching, whether I'm doing TV, I want to be the best that I can be. I want to continue to learn and I'm receptive to coaching. Um, so I think that's really important. And whatever you're doing, you want to be mindful of that, right? You're not just going through the motions. If you're passionate about it, if you're doing something that you're not passionate about, maybe you pivot. But being passionate about something really helps. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, w one, of the, one of the things that comes to mind when you're talking like that is uninspired, right? That, that's a, actually a big theme of... of my whole journey, right? There's been a lot of times where I've just been like, oh man, you know, what am I doing? You question yourself. And like, even this, the, the process of writing this book, Holly, like I went through a lot of self doubt. I was like, who am I to be a, uh, to consider myself a writer? I'm not a writer, you know? I'm not like, who am I to express a message of stay inspired? Like, you know, I, I questioned myself a lot and I had to battle through that. And like you said, I, uh, coaches definitely help. I had a lot of help. Um, but what advice do you give to anyone out there who might be experiencing that as an athlete, a business owner, a parent, anybody? I want to make this relatable, you know, experiencing self-doubt, experiencing like uninspiration. Yeah, you know, it happens a lot. Yeah, yeah. And you kind of have to like back it up and say, okay, am I doing something that I love? Do I really want this? Or do I want to be doing something else? I mean, that's okay. That's okay realizing that I, there's a lot of athletes I've coached in the past that have realized that maybe volleyball wasn't their passion and they find it somewhere else. And they, right. when you're passionate about it, it could be photography. It could be whatever, cooking, in the kitchen, whatever it is. But finding your passion, like, just unlocks this, this freedom and this energy. And, you know, that's important. So backing it up, realizing why you do something is really important. Um, not just, okay, I'm on this path and I can't pivot. I'm just on this path and I, there's nothing else I can do. Cause a lot of people get into that rut. They're doing something that they're not passionate about. 
don't love and realizing that is so powerful um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know talking right now about people who might not be on the right track and need to pivot um but you know that's what you asked right people yeah. fired or people who feel burnout you know burnout can be a lot of different things maybe you're not passionate about it maybe you just need to rest and, right. and plan i liked what reed talked about breaking things down and having a plan that's how i like to approach things I'm like okay this is what i want how am i going to get there yeah uh, that's really important. How am I going to achieve what I want to achieve? And sometimes your plan doesn't work and you have to pivot and do something else. But that's, that's a good place to start having that plan and being mindful every day. Hey, am I doing everything I can do to achieve that goal that I set for myself? Every day, check in. Why not? Yeah. Um, sometimes you just get on this treadmill, right? Where you're, you're, you're beating yourself up a little bit, but you got to check in. Okay, am I doing everything? I had to tell those people no. Today, mm -hmm. I had to tell people no that I couldn't coach today because my priority is my family, mm -hmm. for one. Um, and I hate saying no because I want to help people. But at the same time, is it, you know, is it catering to what I need? I need a balance between work and my family and everything else. And my family comes first. So yeah, yeah. sometimes you just have to make hard decisions and, and apologize. But hey, it's really important that you follow that path and you stay focused. I love it, Holly. And you know, you mentioned being mindful and, and mindfulness is, is a big part of this project too. You know, Dr. Mike Dubé, right? Oh, he's... Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out. Um, so let's talk about just that for a minute because I know he's big on mindfulness. He taught me a lot about that, that just the idea behind that, right? Just being, and like the idea of meta awareness, like being extra, extra aware. Um, talk a little bit about the, the idea of mindfulness and the whole journey to staying inspired. Well, I'm going to, you know, put it in a volleyball situation, sure. At, right? You're warming up your arm. You, you want to work on better hand contact on the ball and you're watching your hand every time working to get the spin that you need, working to get that hand contact. That's mindfulness, just warming up your arm let alone, and then you obviously incorporate that into the rest of your practice. But I mean, so many athletes don't even make great hand contact on the ball. If they were mindful of that every time they hit the ball, they'd be teaching themselves that correct hand contact on the ball, which like just turns their game up to the next level. It really helps. And so mindful every rep, you're not just going motions. You're not just at practice. You're not just going to get better. Yes. I mean, reps help, but they have to be mindful reps. I'd rather have 10 mindful reps than 100 just whatever I'm, I'm sprinting through and getting touches. You need to be mindful and, and focus on getting better every touch. And I that's the only way I know how to train. Um, maybe I was a little too intense, but that, that's me. And that's how, yeah. I, that's how I'm the most comfortable. Um, yeah. I don't have time, right? Yeah. I mean, I feel like in the gym, same thing. You see people just talking, whatever. I'm there to work out. I don't need to waste time. I don't want to waste time. I'm at the beach. I'm there to get better. So let's get down to work. You know, yeah. we yeah. can have a lot of fun getting after it. So since we're both fans of Dr. Michael Gervais, let me just ask you one or two more things and I'll, I'll let you run. Um, he taught me a big thing about no FOPO. I love that. I've been asking people about that. And since we both work with kids, um, I think that's a big theme. FOPO, the fear of other people's opinions, you know, especially now with the IG world and, you know, uh, you know, 
and and as a a young athlete learning how to be a performer learning how to how to handle the lights and handle all the eyeballs on you but not let all that mess you up just staying focused on you and and even when the opinions do come you know not being afraid of them you're like okay that's just your opinion i'm gonna stay focused on what i gotta do uh can you address that yeah i mean it's funny i mean in my situation when i started playing professionally on the beach there wasn't one person on the planet who thought I could ever win a tournament, but I didn't care. I was hungry. And I'll tell you, I rubbed a lot of people the wrong way because <laughs> I got intimidated because I had a goal. Um, I wasn't mean, I wasn't rude, but I had a plan and I was going to go after it. And you weren't going to scare me away from that. I didn't care what they thought, but I understand in this day and age that it's intimidating when people, oh, they don't like her. She's too aggressive. Oh, she's this, she's that people judging you. Um, there's a couple things I tell my athletes. One, you can't compare your journey to anybody else's, right? You're, you could be going to snail's face and somebody else could be way ahead, but in the long run, you're going to get what you want. Um, you just have to be comfortable in your own skin, right? Feel good about what you're doing. Um, and just, uh, just kind of block out the noise. And it's hard to do. Um, young woman, I mean, we're, sensitive right we're sensitive and a lot of female athletes talk about the fear of shining right on your on your team you don't want they want to dull the shine so they don't stick out from their friends and their peers but you don't want to do that men don't do that as athletes that star guy oh everyone's like oh he's he's a stud whatever but the girls they don't they're like they don't want to stand out um so it's really important to obviously have that self-confidence, love yourself, love what you're trying to accomplish and feel good about yourself. And, and that's not always easy, but I think um, it's an important base and it's something that people can work on every day. Yeah, well said. Holly, hey, thank you so much for being a part of this project. And um, I'm a fan, you know, oh. I, I, I'm, I'm happy to call you my friend and my colleague. And uh, I, re I really appreciate you being a part of the project and this IG Live. And before you go today, just take a moment to promote anything you want, even elite, because I don't, I don't even consider us uh, competitors. I, I think I want us both to, to succeed, you know? So yeah, talk about that. Talk about your podcast too. And that's, that's another thing. We haven't been doing our podcast. We've both gone in other directions, so that's on hold. Um, I do own Elite Beach Volleyball with Barbara Fontana and Eric Fanoimawana. Um, we just, we're starting our club season in November, which is exciting. Um, and it's, you know, all about helping young athletes get the right skill training so they can flourish as athletes. Um, I'm also right now covering indoor volleyball for ESPN, which I'm really enjoying the athletes across the country that are just playing at such a high level. And I get to travel all over the country, meeting, seeing them, hearing their stories. And there's so many inspiring stories. Um, so if you're a volleyball fan, make sure you're out there watching volleyball, um, especially on ESPN and all the great volleyball teams across the country. And then beach volleyball in Manhattan Beach, there's a, a collegiate tournament this weekend. So there's lots of volleyball to support. Um, and I'm just, I'm just a fan. Um, and I want to support all those athletes out there and different programs across the country because I think it's a wonderful sport. Amen. Well said. Holly, I appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Good luck with your book. Thank you very much.